3: I just won $1,000. That is
0: amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This
3: is the Roz and Mocha
6: Show podcast. Hello, Roz and Mocha. Hi, Roz and Mocha. It's Jenny calling. How are you? Hey, good. Jenny. What's going How's on? It going? <laughs> good. I just, I wanted to call um, and say uh, happy book release to Roz. Hey. Thank you,
7: my love.
6: <laughs> <laughs> You're so welcome.
8: How are you?
6: I'm good. Yeah, How are you?
8: I'm really great. Did you get your book yet? No. No.
7: Oh.
6: <laughs> no, I'm waiting. But the um, I got my, my Amazon, like, delivery notification this morning it's on the truck so i'm like i'm gonna be like impatiently
3: waiting so what's the what's the plan are you like did you take today off (laughs) are you planning on trying to binge the book yes so i'm actually i'm off the
6: whole week oh Oh. um ironically um my so my daughter gets surgery today so i'm like i'm off the whole week so i get to read the book like yeah. every single day but i have because i've got two copies because i've got one to bring tomorrow and then i've got one that i can like bend and break and all that <laughs>
7: stuff so oh, like, wow.
8: you, you are you are the real one huh <laughs> so you're
3: you're obviously talking about you're going to show up at the book signing tomorrow um 7 p.m is when things get kicked off yeah. at indigo yep. bay blur downtown toronto and uh you so you have a, a second copy that you're going to get you. signed yes <laughs> this is
8: this is this is Jenny with the tattoo right
3: yes, yeah yeah
8: okay is. cool okay I just wanted I just want to make sure this is this is the Jenny this is the, the same Jenny where um, the first line of my book is it never gets better but it does get easier yeah. this is the Jenny that got that tattoo on her arm
4: oh Oh, yeah we talked to you yeah, back when you did that
8: yeah, Yo, that's amazing. yeah, i'm looking i'm I'm looking so forward to meeting you love i really thank i you. really I'm am i don't i don't thin. I don't think you've just been so wonderful um to me uh, throughout this entire process I, I really I don't think I could thank you enough you've just been Uh-oh. you're you're real i don't know man you're you're awesome
3: so you're gonna binge this week uh, do you have any i don't know like what are you feeling right now?
6: Honestly, like I'm nervous. Yeah. I don't know what it is. It's like I feel like I've released a book and like
7: I'm nervous about <laughs> it. Like I
6: don't know what it is. Like I've had like I've had like my heart little heart's been like pitter pattering like all morning. Yeah. But like I have to, like I'm not gonna be home from uh with my daughter until like two o'clock this afternoon. So I'm hoping that the book's just gonna be like sitting at my front door waiting for me I uh Uh, I got to like start it right away
8: I let Cheryl Hickey read it uh last week because I had to do an interview with her yesterday yeah and she sent she sent me a picture the first day that she got the book and what it was was a picture of her stove Mm
7: -hmm.
8: with a pot on the stove and in the pot on the stove was rice that was burnt black Oh my god. And she was like, she was like, I picked up your book, and this is what happened to my children's dinner. Oh
3: no. Right. Yeah, he so burnt they, up rice. So,
8: they, they, so they, they ordered Burger King.
7: Oh no. <laughs> oh, like, that's be me. So she
8: couldn't she couldn't put it down. Oh, and uh, it was it was yeah. great. Yeah. Well, well we I
6: want to be able to finish it by the time that I get to see you tomorrow. So that's my goal. I believe oh, wow. I believe
8: you will. I probably will. I believe you will. Yeah, for sure. For sure. That's for sure.
3: incredible. Jenny, uh, you know how much love we have for you Thank Thank you very much for for calling in, for checking in. And uh, we can't wait to see you tomorrow and can't wait to hear um, what you think about Roz's uh, memoir.
6: Yes, I can't wait to see you guys tomorrow either. Congratulations again, Roz.
3: Thank you, love. Thank you. We'll see you tomorrow.
0: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
3: It's been three long years, but our friends, the Wiggles, are back in Canada with a cross-country tour, including stops in Halifax, Montreal, Ottawa, Toronto, Kitchener, Kingston, Barrie, Hamilton, Edmonton, Calgary, and Vancouver. They are the world's number one children's entertainment group, and they are back on the Raza Mocha Show. Ladies and gentlemen, the Wiggles!
7: Oh, yeah. hey, uh, uh,
3: we were saying um, in the 13 years that the Raza Mocha Show has been on the radio... I believe the Wiggles have been on the show more than any other guest in the history of our show. So it's great to have you guys uh, back with us today. How's it going?
9: Great. great. It's great to be back. It's great to be talking to you. It's great to be back in Canada after these last couple of years. So we're really, really excited to be here.
8: Yeah. So what has that been like? So 2019, I guess, was the last time the the Wiggles uh, toured across Canada. And what have you missed most about the Canadian crowds?
9: We miss coming to Canada. We love Canada. Canada feels very much like home for us. So we, we over the last couple of years, we got to do a few shows around Australia. We are just bursting to get to come back to Canada and see you all again. And we have such a great time here. We're doing the whole country and we're just thrilled to be able to be back here and see you again.
3: Uh, Tashay, you are, of course, the the new yellow wiggle uh, in the past little while, and hitting the road and seeing the way the crowd reacts and, and hearing them sing. What is this experience? Obviously, not being able to perform in Canada just yet. So far, what has this experience been like for you?
10: Oh, it's been an absolute journey, and I've loved
11: it. It's only been just under a year, and it feels like it's been such a blur. I've absolutely loved it, being on stage and meeting all the families and, yeah, seeing their reactions to having, yeah, a new character on stage. and. I absolutely love it, so I'm very much looking
8: forward to performing in Canada. Now, the, the the guys you're sitting with are road hard. They've been doing this a long time, and they understand what touring does to the human body. What advice have they given you on how to survive these massive tours that you guys do?
9: I'm dead as well. <laughs> 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 That's what happens. <laughs> so, that's a lot to look forward
3: to. <laughs> now, uh, for you, Simon. Anthony just said, as the interview started. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, Simon. Uh, nice for evening, you, Simon, for you and Lockie as well, for you, uh, we know Simon, you have a little boy at home, and, and Lockie, you have two little ones at home um how has life on the road as as being fathers now uh changed your experience as also being part of the wiggles
2: a few different emotions leaving little ones at home coming over for a six-week tour but it's
3: also uh you know it's kind of an amazing thing we get to do um we wish we were in studio seeing you guys it's not as not the same being on a computer but um yeah it's just it's so
12: good being here and uh it actually you know it makes the kids so happy at home what, what we do so it's Pretty
9: cool thing. Now, well, I'm going through a very different emotion because Asher and my wife Lauren are here with me. So it's a very different ball game. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice! that's
3: amazing. So you're Not still- Not a lot of sleep happened on that play, no. let me tell you. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> since you haven't been uh, touring in Canada since 2019, And we know, like, the roster of songs that are in the Wiggles catalog. Is there one particular track that you guys are looking forward to the most to perform for your Canadian fans, and you cannot wait to see their reaction when they hear that song? You know,
9: what? I think uh, when we do the Rose and Mocha um, song about (laughs) the book that Ross wrote, we're going to go crazy. We're going to do the song in in the show. Yeah. And yeah, hold for, up your book east to west. <laughs> yeah,
8: yeah. Oh, yeah, he's got the book it's, right. Here. It's right it's right there. That's what it looks like <laughs> yeah. right there. See? I got it. I got it. That's what you it's get It's a great
3: cover. Thank it's you great.
8: very much. I what appreciate that
3: <laughs> uh, okay, so let's hear the song then. What is it yeah. what is it you guys yeah. got yeah. planned for us?
8: <laughs> <laughs> Always love
3: it. You should see the
9: actions that go with it.
7: Yes, <laughs> some
9: guys. In Canada. Who are you talking about?
1: Ross and Mocha,
7: they're not amateur I kiss 925 we listen to them when we drive
9: Toot toot chugga chugga in the big red car There's more to this story though
2: Ross makes us think,
7: Mocha's always
9: joking
2: always joking. Ross Motorbook.
9: It's a beauty. A little bit broken. There's somebody we're missing.
2: Is Mari in the book or not? I guess Ross forgot.
9: <laughs> toot toot, chugga chugga, we're in Canada.
7: You yeah. guys
9: heart
3: uh the wiggles we are absolutely thrilled that you are back uh back in our home back in canada touring right across the the entire country uh tickets still available through ticketmaster.ca uh we love you guys so much you know how much you each mean to us on the raza show and as always we appreciate you always making time to hang out with us and uh absolutely the next time we're gonna have you guys in studio for sure Thank you, everyone.
9: Right, right,
12: Thank you guys. for having me. It.
3: It's great to talk to you again. Hey, Mori. Right on. We will. <laughs> Have a wiggly day. Hey. Bye.
1: <laughs>
3: the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast.
1: Podcast.
3: I gotta play you these uh Seth Rogan clips from an interview he just did with Complex. Um, Seth is out promoting, he's got this company called uh Houseplant.
8: Yeah, it's his weed company.
3: His weed made. company, yeah. and they sell like these beautifully like designed um. Accessories like yeah. ashtrays and like holders for your weed and like ergonomically um, comforting um, like trays for you to roll your weed yeah, in. Yeah, it's
8: all it's it's like a uh, it's like a TV dinner tray, right? With all like yeah. the little sections for you to like roll all your joints and store all your stuff. And like it's stuff, pretty crazy.
3: And like the stuff looks really really yeah, it's nice. Beautiful. It's beautiful. Um, expensive as hell.
8: There's one ashtray that he has. It's like a real sort of mid century. Uh, sort of look to it where it sits beside your couch and it hooks over like one of those like lamps right it's really beautiful like this stuff is great
3: yeah there's one item and it's like pretty expensive too but you understand why but it looks like a cologne bottle yeah right but like fully square with like a square like lid but when you pop the lid off it's an actual there's a slit in it for you to place your weed Oh, my Like, God. after you've rolled it and, and started smoking yeah, it for you to yeah. place just to hold it. Like, to but put it's your like, joint? Yeah. 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 Um, beautiful, beautiful stuff. Um, but this was a great question from the interviewer to Seth Rogen, because obviously, worldwide, well-known weed smoker. Yeah. Right? But listen to his answer to this very interesting question. <laughs>
4: weed is something that's so obviously integral to your personal brand and now professional brands with houseplant and stuff but i'm wondering
9: when is the last day that you smoked no weed the last day i smoked no weed <sighs> probably when i was in like f-ing Singapore or like South Korea or something like that uh yeah honestly in like twenty. 20- uh, 11 maybe was okay. the last day I So spoke. over a it's decade
13: right. there hasn't been a single day where you haven't Yeah when I went been...
9: and uh, promoted the Green Hornet uh the guy who played Kato this guy Jay Chow who's like a huge uh, pop star in uh, all over Asia and he's from Taiwan and We did an Asian press tour of the movie because of that, which never happens. So we went to Singapore and Korea and Tokyo and all these places, and uh, you could not smoke weed in a lot of those places. I remember I arrived in uh, Singapore, and they put a thing in your passport that's like, if we catch you with drugs, you'll be executed. And I was like, holy... Like that's like a little thing they hand you, and I was like, "Dear God, that was some high-paying uh, steaks uh, packing." Because like often I'll arrive somewhere and I'll open the breast pocket or something, and like there'll be a joint inside. And I'm like, "Oh my God, if I..." executed in singapore because i left a roach in my <laughs> shirt pocket that, that that'd be a sad way to go yeah but on brand
7: <laughs> <laughs> and then
3: also you imagine someone like seth rogan again well-known weed head yeah. like meets people everywhere he goes and the Everybody. one thing that another weed head would want to do is roll and smoke with seth <sighs> i can't even imagine listen to this
13: as a non-smoker trying to learn weed etiquette what is the proper way to turn someone down i imagine when people say yo seth yo can i hit like i'm sure that happens all the f- time
9: what i do is i honestly i keep a pocket full of joints in at all times on me and if there's someone who comes up to me i don't want to smoke weed with i just give them a joint wow and i'm like and that's on me in have it. it and they're thrilled and they're psyched and if they get a whole joint and i don't have to smoke weed with this
3: Person. Stranger. <laughs> well, <laughs> <person>. <laughs> that is Seth Rogen. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Y'all see Johnny Depp dating his lawyer now? Well, not yeah, not the lawyer everybody thought he was going to wind no. up with though. Yeah, because those rumors flew out like right away. Not yeah. the the Camille Vasquez. Not no, her.
8: No, this was as uh, one of his UK lawyers from that first yes. trial. Her name right? is Joelle yeah.
3: Rich. Yeah, beautiful name. Um, she was at. For support, apparently, she was at where was uh which state was it again in again? The big one against Amber Heard? The one over here in Virginia, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she was there in Virginia, like in oh, the crowd, really? like there to support, low key support my man. Interesting,
8: mans. interesting. And here everybody right. thought that it was Camille Vasquez that was Yeah, uh, that
3: she heard, was probably like, Yes, let's just Go with that rumor for now. Get the heat off of me. She's a titan, that woman, though. Camille Camille? Jeez. I saw that she, as soon as that trial was over, yeah, she was getting offers left, right, and center to go join other firms. Oh,
8: of course. Right? She's a
3: star. All these big promotions
8: now. A total star. Uh, but, yeah, no, I don't, Jeez, you sort of knew that something like that was going to happen. Like, can people just not date? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. can you just not be the thing one time that everybody thinks you are Johnny oh, Depp? Oh, you mean
3: like him and Camille? No, like Johnny Depp. Oh, right? Like, you know, you, you,
13: everybody's like, like, do it?
8: like, no, everybody's like, oh my God, Liz, lawyers are beautiful, right? And, every, and then everybody's like, oh my God, he's totally going to date one of them.
13: Yeah, but you spend so much time in a boardroom together discussing your, and, you know, pouring out your feelings. Yeah, it's hard I not s- to fall for each other.
8: Still, there's a level of professionalism, though, that I think that you have to have. Have you not watched every
3: movie? <laughs> yeah,
7: that's true. I know. <laughs> you see know. how these things play out, I, I man. Know they do. Is
12: right. like I know
3: Because Laurie's right. Like, they spend, like, how much time together going yeah. over details and then, like, talking personal this, stuff. This is and...
8: why I refuse to go into a boardroom with you, Ron. Right. I know. Bad stuff's going to happen. I know. But even that, even going over the details, like, there's some details that you would think in Johnny Depp's life that would just straight up turn somebody off. Yeah. But it's because it's Johnny Depp, right? Uh-huh. If She'd that guy drove it. a tow motor for a living, <laughs> yeah. right, he's not dating his lawyer, no, right? No. no matter how much time She's they spend like, in a boardroom. No offense to tow motor drivers. okay? <laughs> Some of them might be hot, right? Some of them, you're right, Maury, I've, uh, you know, I've driven a tow motor.
3: But we'll see, we'll see how long this uh, this relationship lasts, but yeah. yeah, I don't know how long it's been going on for, Yeah. like if it was close to the oh. end of that particular UK trial. I'm sure. Right? I'm if sure. it started once it finished, or if it started like as they were prepping for for that child, yeah. spending all that time together, yeah. and it's hard to go
8: public too, right? Mm. Like, because they're not going to last. Like we know that. I don't think. I don't think they're going to get married. I think no. they're just like you know mucking around, right? We think by Christmas. Uh, I mean, I don't want to place bets on the man's relationship or hers. But, um, but yeah, one hundred percent before Christmas. Before Christmas <laughs> <Yeah>. is over. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah.
3: <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show
1: Podcast. Podcast. Jackie.
14: Yes.
3: Hello, it's Roz and Mocha from Kiss. How are you? <laughs>
14: I'm good. How are you?
3: We are doing good. I uh, understand that you are about an hour outside of North Bay. Where exactly? Uh, the town is called Field. Oh, nice. You like it out there? Yes. Okay. Uh, tell us a little bit about Greg, because Greg reached out and wanted us to give you a shout-out.
14: Yeah. Uh, Greg is my fiancé. He uh, never wanted to get married when we met, which I was good with. And <laughs> oh. then I guess I'm just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: Why is fair enough. Why at first Greg, uh, Greg being wasn't like a Oh okay. So it's not yeah. like you looked at him and you were like, "Nah, I'm not, I'm not going to marry you."
14: Well, maybe because I didn't want to get married. So <laughs>
3: Okay. So when
8: you guys met, were you like instantly boyfriend girlfriend? Was it casual like what happened?
14: Okay. So we were supposed to be okay. friends. Okay. Uh, how does that how does, how do you how do you
8: come to that arrangement? Like how does that even happen?
14: Okay, so it had been maybe I don't know 7 months or so. Since I'd been separated. Yeah. So I wasn't looking for anything serious. The separation was a long time coming. Yeah. Uh, I'd been married 15 years, but.
3: You just wanted to have some fun. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. How did you and Greg meet? In a bar. Oh. Old school. Old school. Classic. (laughs) Classic. And then what?
14: Well, I guess first date was a bar.
3: Okay. And then it all started from there.
14: Yeah. But yeah, I guess, uh, you know, I guess I'm just so awesome that. I made him decide he wanted to get married.
8: So Greg has Greg
3: had never been married before? No. No, wow.
14: And how did he propose? Actually, uh, we were planning a trip to Toronto, and he wanted to go on the CN Tower, and I'd never been, and I, we're both not good with heights. I'm like, no, let's do something else, and he just kept pushing. So uh, I decided, fine, you know, he wants to do this, I'll go. So at the top of the CN Tower, uh, he got down on one knee, and that was that. Aw. Do you he, remember what he said to you? Well, he made me read this little poem first thing. And as I was reading it, that he had written, because he's good at that. Then as I was reading it is when he got down on one knee. Wow. And I'm not into this fairy tale thing or whatever, but it turned out to be like that. Because <laughs> it's, it's like... <laughs> Come
8: on, Jackie. I, th- <laughs> I, th- I always thought women were into the grand gesture. Yeah. No, am
14: I wrong about that? Uh, I think a lot of them are. I'm not your typical woman. I'm like an outdoorsy hunter. I like my guns. Fair enough. You know, but yeah, it was like the most fairy tale moment. It's just, there was nobody else in the CN tower. It was just him. And yeah.
8: Nothing like putting you in a very uncomfortable position, forcing you into very uncomfortable positions so he can propose to you, huh?
7: (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
3: All right. So here's what we're going to do, Jackie. I have Greg's phone number. I'm going to call him real quick. Okay. But you don't with you on the line, but just don't say anything. Okay.
7: Okay. Okay.
3: Hello? Yo, Greg, what up? It's Moca. Good, yeah. Good. Yeah. Hey, so we got your note. Uh, you wanted to give a shout-out to uh, Jackie, your fiance. Congratulations, yes. by the way. Thank you very much. Uh, we understand that you guys are getting married on uh, on New Year's Eve at 2 p.m. Yeah. Why Why uh, so specific? Why 2 p.m.
15: on New Year's Eve? Well, the 2 p.m. part was just kind of a mid-afternoon thing, but the Niagara Falls was just, we've always wanted to kind of go to Niagara Falls. Okay, so
3: you guys are getting married in New Niagara year's. Falls. Yeah, okay, yeah. that's not bad. You had said that it took you 45
8: years to realize that uh, you had met the one and that you wanted to get married. Uh, what made What made Jackie the one?
15: Huh. Well, she's always there for me. Um, She just made me look at life in a different manner. I guess I went through a lot of, you know, personal things before meeting her. Relationships, and I just kind of didn't, wasn't a big marriage guy, if you know what I mean. I didn't really believe in it. Mm -hmm. And I guess after getting with her and realizing how much love someone can give you and how much love you can give them, that it just, I don't know, it kind of just came to me.
3: Was there a moment in your relationship, Greg, that uh, can you remember the specific moment where you were like, this is the one for me and I would love to to, to marry her?
15: Yeah, I would say um, probably about a year ago, like our anniversary, our fifth anniversary for being together is in uh, September, actually this month. 18th after you just passed anyways yeah we don't we don't we don't hold
8: those dates too close to the heart bro yeah
15: (laughs) yeah yeah. yeah. i just kind of realized at the time oh it just kind of (laughs) passed yeah so it was kind of an anticipation to wait until more closer to her day so it ended up being july 31st because we happened to have a trip to toronto that time Mm -hmm. so what i did because we're both terrified of heights i took her up to cn tower to the sky pod, and we we're petrified. And I got down on one knee and asked her to marry me. <laughs> it was kind of the way it went. Uh,
3: she said yes because she was terrified because y'all were up so high.
15: Yeah, well, of course she's gonna say yes. But, you know.
14: <laughs> <laughs> Look at you, Greg. Uh-huh.
3: If there's one thing uh, you want to say to Jackie right now, what is that?
15: I love you very much, and uh, you're just the most beautiful girl in, in the world to me. And I'm so so happy and excited to to finally be her true husband, you know. So we kinda called each other husband and wife, but now it's gonna be like legit. It just feels really nice. I got my marriage ring already. I'm excited to put it on, so I just can't wait for the day. Oh Buddy.
3: <laughs> uh Jackie, what do you want to say about that?
14: Well he sounds like he's almost in tears.
15: <laughs> yeah. Hey babe.
14: Um hey love you too.
15: I love you too. Oh yeah, Buddy <laughs> i love you guys
8: you're the best
14: yeah he he's just lost it <laughs>
3: oh no we broke greg oh no it's and, all good and greg's oh. probably got to go to work now i know too. i know <laughs> it's, happy tears.
8: it's happy tears we love happy yep. tears on this show man well
3: uh greg and jackie it was so wonderful talking to you guys um Your love is incredible. You guys are incredible. Thank you for uh, sharing your story with us on the Raws and Mocha Show. And more importantly, thank you for listening. We definitely appreciate you guys. Thank Thank you. you It's awesome
15: listening to you guys.
3: We love you guys. You You guys take care and congratulations.
15: Love you too. Bye-bye. Okay, take care. Bye. Bye.
7: The Raws and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me?
2: Okay, so my question is...
1: My question is... Got a problem you can't fix?
0: Roz
3: and Moki got you. Krista, OMG, been waiting all day to talk to you. <laughs> Welcome to Raz and Mocha's Fix My Life. Before I ask a thousand questions, please tell everyone why you reached out to us.
6: Oh my God, co-workers can be the worst. <laughs> <laughs> <God>. <laughs>
7: Okay, yes.
3: so yours says, can fixed my
8: life. Yeah, OMG, co workers can be the worst. I have a co worker who makes rude comments to my face and it always catches me off guard. I need help figuring out what I should say to her or if I should go higher up. So,
3: what are the things that your co worker is saying to you?
10: Um, so, actually, this week she came up to me and, like, my stomach and asked if my third baby was on the way. Oh, wow. Um, she asked me if I wear maternity clothes, even though I haven't been pregnant in like seven years.
8: Mm, wow. Yikes. You know what's interesting is as soon as you started saying this, that, oh my God, co-workers can be the worst. I have a co-worker who makes rude comments to my face. Am I the only one that thought that you were going to be talking about a
3: guy? <laughs> you know what I mean? No, I thought she was going to... I honestly thought yeah. that she it was this it was with another really? female uh female coworker. i wasn't yeah.
8: prepared for uh for to 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 talk about another so, uh woman
3: does she always like make comments about how you look or does she make comments about other things as well
8: uh it's mostly about how i
10: look um like she said loudly in the office that oh i'm not eating cake or chocolate because i'm on a diet which i'm not on a diet oh my God.
3: i don't like those things Wow. Now the two of you, are you, um, are you guys like on the same level? Is she more superior to you? Or are you superior to her? No,
8: we're on the same level. Mm-hmm. Okay. What kind of, what kind of place do you work? Like, is it like warehouse? Is it office? Is it? it it's an office.
10: So it, like we're office workers and, and yeah, so we see each other in the lunchroom sometimes okay. we don't sit near each other. So
3: big okay. staff, big staff, small staff, big. Yeah. Big. Okay. Have you ever approached her on this? Like said anything?
10: Um, Every time she says something, it really catches me off guard. So I kind of like stand there and laugh at it, which I know I
3: shouldn't. But yeah, does she say this stuff in front of other coworkers? Uh, no, it's usually alone. So one thing that I I would recommend in a
8: situation like this is um, you can you can bring this to somebody else for sure. You can right, um, but if you feel that you sort of want options, the one thing you can do is you can talk to her. But I would recommend catching her off guard in the same way that she sort of catches you off guard meaning don't have that conversation in the moment right Uh, because what's going to wind up happening is she's going to say something and you're going to go actually you know what like when you say that stuff like it kind of sucks and it hurts my feelings and it's really you know inappropriate and whatever else name it right Um, she's going to look at you and go oh my god it's just a joke right
7: yeah Um, so what
8: I would say to you is I would go to her and bring it up with her in a moment where she's not saying stuff like that.
7: Yeah. Okay. okay. And
8: just and just say, Hey, can I grab like a couple seconds with you? I was just, you know, it's I've just been kind of going over this in my head and, you know, there was this comment and come with specifics, right? Like, you know, you know, asking me if I'm wearing maternity wear and like looking at my stomach and you know, all this other stuff. Like, one, it's really, you know, I shouldn't have to hear that stuff when I come to work. Um, I shouldn't have to hear that stuff, you know, I shouldn't be singled out for anything. And when you say it, you know, either you know privately to me or within a group it really sounds like you have some sort of problem with me that I don't know what I did to deserve it so if there's something you need to talk to me about let's do that now and she will guaranteed apologize to you and say oh my god it's nothing that you did I was just joking and my favorite line whenever somebody says something horrible and then they say oh my god I was just joking the thing that you need to say to that person is oh my god I love jokes I didn't get it explain it to me that's
3: a good laugh. Okay. And down and down. You want to they, talk
8: about throwing her off guard? Bro, they will have nothing to say. She will have nothing to say back to that.
3: And then if the behavior continues at that point, you can bring it up yeah. with your manager. Yeah. And you can say to your manager, hey, I tried talking to her about this. And then at that point, she can't deny that you didn't try to have a convo with her. Yeah. Yeah. I just
10: didn't want to sound like petty going to That's like... Petty. That's
3: petty. That's not petty. And, so. <laughs> and this
8: is, I'll tell you, you 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 women, geez, okay, you, you have to understand that that, you know, Taking, uh, reacting, defending yourself from taking abuse is not petty. Yeah. Okay. It's not petty. Don't look at yourself as petty. That is the farthest thing from petty. This is why so many people, so many women in your situation feel that they have to sit there and take it, especially in an office environment. Right. Because you think speaking up is going to make you somehow uh, look bad. No. Yeah. No,
3: it doesn't at all. Does that help, Krista? Yes, 100%. All right, girl. Jeez. Thank you so Andy, much for reaching it? out. Yeah, yeah, of course. Go ahead. Roz, yeah. I watched the video last night, and I cried so
8: <laughs> Oh, thank you. You watched the proposal video that
7: yes,
3: uh, that I did? yeah. 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 Oh, it yeah. sounded like she said yeah. she didn't like it. Her phone was cutting out. Oh, man, shut up. I'm just Moga. kidding. <laughs> That's so, you're so rude. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, Krista, you are the best. All the best to you, okay? All right. Thank you. Roz and Mocha's Fix
1: My Life <laughs> on KISS.
3: Uh, there's a new terrifying movie called smile that is out tomorrow if you get a chance at some point today go watch the trailer so they break, did a, a really good job with this break thing it right down
8: now. for people what in the hell is this movie about because i saw a little bit of the trailer and i was like gotta see this and then i saw this sort of stunt marketing thing that they did at the baseball game the other night where they took uh, the one, this a couple of people from the cast, and they were sitting. It was like sat right beside home plate, and they just had those smiles on their faces. The terrifying oh smile. The terrifying oh This movie is insane. Okay, so break it, it down. Did you watch for the whole people? Thing, Maury? I did. Without spoilers, Maury. Like, what is it? Is it supernatural? Is it horror? Is it slasher? Like, it what is, sort of it genre is, like, is it? It is horror. Okay, mm-hmm. and. Without spoiling it. Okay, don't say anything. You don't know how to not spoil okay.
3: I know that's the problem. The, 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 okay. There's yeah. how the plot reads, okay? Yes. After witnessing a bizarre traumatic incident involving a patient, Dr. Rose Cotter starts experience, experiencing frightening occurrences that she can't explain. As an overwhelming terror begins taking over her life, Rose must confront her troubling past in order to survive and escape her horrifying new reality. Okay. Fair Can enough. Can I say this? Yeah.
13: Without spoiling? know, I mean, as you, I don't think this spoils, it's in the trailer. As you okay. die, you smile. Okay, gotcha. Well,
8: that I didn't know. Yeah, but I think that is in the
3: trailer, though. No, yeah. not yeah. people, spoiling anything. Yeah, It doesn't say that when you die. I, don't, I didn't know those people it's were a, dead.
13: Who's not, why, uh, that's, no, those people, people that are die. smiling, I didn't
3: know that they were dead. Well, we
8: still don't know that. Well, uh, just said. I know. But it was fantastic. Yeah yeah it's fine it's fine you like listen it's a horror movie okay <laughs> man. okay it's horrible it wouldn't people be doing scary if things. people
3: didn't die yeah if people Shut people die up now, people are gonna man. die
8: people are gonna die i'm so, okay with that
3: Susie bacon uh she's the daughter of kevin bacon yeah and kira cedric yeah and uh kira cedric as well um so she's in this movie damn it more got a chance uh to talk to Susie bacon about smile again in theaters tomorrow
13: oh my god this movie was effed uh, <laughs> That's- you were fantastic in this movie You crushed it in this When people mm-hmm. smiled It is the creepiest thing ever Since making this movie Have people smiling at you Freaked you out moving forward And what makes a creepy smile
5: Okay, I found that I didn't really think about the smile thing Until I actually saw it um, And then when I left I remember I was giving like uh, the, my valet ticket And the guy was like, thank you and he, like, passed me my keys, and I was, like, that was really, like, deranged. And I'm sure he was just being friendly. Um, what makes a smile creepy? I would say that, like, when, like when, when the intention behind it is not, like, what it looks like. Um, and also, if you have a sort of, like, dead eye eyes look, and then you smile, I think it adds to the special scary nature.
8: <laughs> it's so true. If you smile naturally. Smile right now, Mocha. Right, smile. Now don't smile with your eyes. Relax your eyes and your eyebrows. I don't know how. Like this. Ready?
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you look you look terrifying. Right, that's the you. one from that, the movie. That's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, That's how you do yeah, it. Yeah. Just, you, smile you look like that same only, lady that they showed at the baseball yeah, game. So smile
8: only from the nose down. I don't yeah. know how. <laughs> you know, because you can start laughing, you fool. Yeah, you don't have I it guess. in you. No. every. every, every... I'd, be,
3: I'd be the worst murderer. You
8: would. Oh, I know. I'd be like, oh,
3: please. Yeah. Come on now. There the must be a reason why laughing. you're stabbing me. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I'd be the absolute worst. <laughs> uh, so, of course, because David Maury is talking to Susie Bacon. Crazy. Her father is Kevin Bacon. Yeah. And you can't not talk to someone about Kevin Bacon without the six degrees of separation you don't even know how to play that game maury listen to this oh
13: i could not imagine talking to you and not playing six degrees of kevin bacon so i'm thinking i'll go first okay so i've talked to you there's one degree
5: yeah i don't think that's the rules of the game (laughs) (laughs) well you go hold on you know what i think there's there's have you like that, that this is technically us working together or like but we're not in a, in like a movie or a TV show together per se sort of like a TV show so yeah one degree that's fair okay and and then now
13: your turn uh well
5: actually you'd be Does anyone know the rules of this (laughs) thing? (laughs) (laughs) You would just say it's your dad, and therefore there's one degree. There's zero. I don't think that's the way that it works, but there is one degree because I've been in a movie with
13: him. Fair enough. So you had to have had to work with him then. Is that what it is? I think so.
5: I don't know. I don't know if there's official rules, but that's what I thought. She she doesn't even care. No. That's
3: why
1: she doesn't know the rules. No. That is
3: uh, Susie Bacon. The new movie is called Smile in Theaters Tomorrow. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
1: Podcast. Roz and Mocha's
0: Hell of a Story.
3: Jada, hello, how are you? It's Roz and Mocha. Good morning, good morning.
8: Okay, so uh, this is Jada Shada Hudson, um, the runner-up on Season 3 of Canada's Drag Race, just so everybody knows, okay? okay. This is the celebrity edition of Roz and Mocha's Hell of a Story. Okay, okay. Okay.
16: Here we go. Uh, Jada,
8: where and when does your Hell of a Story take place?
16: Oh, wow, listen... This story happened a few years ago, so I was literally just at home one night in my room trying to sleep like an ordinary person, and I get up to use the washroom. Mm -hmm. When I get up, um, I normally close my bedroom door, and my door was open, so I was like, okay, I didn't really pay no money. You know, I'm just like, okay, well, maybe Jada, you forgot to close your door. No problem. You know, use the bathroom. Came back in my bedroom, closed the door, put on my rainfall music. I love to sleep to rainfall. It's so common. Oh, my God. Jada,
3: that's me. <laughs> Is it really? Yes. I listen to
16: rainfall at night, too, to go to sleep. Awesome. I, I know there was something like me and you clicked. I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're listening to the rainfall? So I'm listening to my rainfall. The door's closed, you know, dozing back to, like, sleep. No. Something, for some reason, like, woke me up. So I got up and my door was open. No. And I'm just like, okay, okay. That's a little weird. So then I closed the bedroom door again and I'm now scrolling through like Instagram and Twitter, like just like social media stuff. And the door literally opens a little bit. Now I'm just like, okay, no. Like I'm right here, literally on my phone on Instagram because now I can't sleep and the door literally opens again a little crack and i'm and, just like okay
8: and let's be clear no. here so like in your like you don't have a cat no windows were open like nothing that would explain this going on right
16: oh no okay. no cats no dogs i live in a small um toronto condo so you know okay. like there's hardly any windows
3: you hear the door open and what you immediately look over at the door
16: yeah i immediately looked over at the door And I'm just like, okay, what is happening? Something's going on. Something's going on. But then as I look at the door now and I got up. I I felt weird. And weird in a sense. Oh, Lord, here we go. Weird in a sense that, like, I felt like I had sex. Oh, hold
7: on, what, Jada, what, hold on, what, what What? did you
3: just say, what, Okay. hold on, so you stood up, you look at the door, and that's what you felt, Jada?
16: It felt so weird because, you know, well, I... I don't know if you know, but I know who, how it, it, it feels when, you know, uh-huh. behind there have been tampered
8: with. Okay, uh-huh. Tam- Tampered. Like, that is one hell of a way to say this. <laughs> okay.
16: I was like, wait, why do I feel this way? Uh-huh. You know? And I was walking around the like room and I'm just like, what happened? I'm just like, I, I know I didn't have sex. Like, and I haven't had sex for a long time. Because, you know, busy person, you know, gay, 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 going to bed, sleeping. Ordering Uber eat sleeping. Like I have no time for that. Yeah. So I'm just like, why do, like, my booty feels like? Okay. 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 Yeah. Uh-huh. So then I literally like lay back down and try to like, you know, see. Okay, maybe it's your mind, Jada. Like da da da. You know, I toss and turn, and I'm just like, okay, like this is not really feeling like okay. I'm just like, let me just see if the the feeling will it like, go away, and it didn't. So then googled. Have anyone fallen to sleep and woken up like feeling like they had like sex or da 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 And literally, when I Googled it, there are a lot of people that actually said that they have had sex with a ghost.
3: (sighs) Hold on, Jada, you mean to tell us that one night in your condo, your bedroom door open, a Uh ghost came in and had sex with you?
16: Well, I mean, it wasn't a human being for sure. Something did. The crazy thing about it is, is that Recently, when I told um, the story on Drag Race, um, a lot of people actually, like, was in my DMs and they were saying, yes, Jada, that does happen. And then it even got crazier with people even saying, Jada, ghosts aren't the ones that really have sex with you. It's a demon called, and someone called, like, literally a demon's name. And I'm just like, okay. What
8: name? Say the name. Say the name.
16: I can't remember what oh, the okay. name is. okay, okay. It Hold begins on. with S, I think. Hold but
8: on. I'm gonna, I'm associated. gonna, I'm gonna Google, I'm gonna Google, um, uh, booty demon right now. Hold on. No, <laughs>
16: exactly sure.
8: Does it make you feel any better or worse with the idea that you know, it, oh, it could have just been a ghost, you know, or you know, it was, it was, it could possibly be a demon? Like, does one make you feel worse, more violated?
16: Oh, you know what? It makes me feel more violated if it was a demon. Yeah. Maybe I was going through something around that time. Yeah. Maybe it was an ex. I left and he was really upset, and, and maybe he sent a demon. I, I, I don't know what it was.
8: But then on the other side, if it's just a regular ghost, it could have been somebody's dead grandfather.
16: Well, I mean, (laughs) I am into daddies, so I mean, (laughs) why
5: not? Damn,
16: Jada. (laughs) Uh, uh, Jada,
3: that is uh, one hell of a story. Thank you for sharing on the Raza Mocha Show.
8: And and for the record, before before we let you go, Jada, I I tried. um, I got nowhere Googling booty demon on a work computer. (laughs) Um, So if anybody has better luck with that, just shoot me a text and let me know.
1: Thanks, Jada. (laughs) Thank you guys for having me. You're the best.
0: <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
1: Podcast.
8: So let me talk emojis and you Gen Zers and Millennials Mocha. I'm mm. throw Millennials in there because I know you're a Millennial.
3: Gen Z? Where you been? <laughs> oh, you're Gen Z now? Deepa, now? Are you Gen Z, Deepa? You're Gen think, Z, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. and I are Gen Z. Oh my wow. God, yes. Totally.
8: What the hell does you that do, make you, for yeah, you, Ross? Exactly. Shush, Maury. Okay. <laughs> uh, so here, let me talk emojis real quick because okay, I, I'm, 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 I just read a stat right here, and I, because you know me, I've never in my life sent an emoji, mm-hmm. right? Uh, listen to this stat. More than half of messages from Gen Zers or Millennials include at least one emoji, and Zen, Gen Zers estimate that 41% of their messages are only emojis.
3: <laughs> Your yes. Facts. Is that facts, Deepa?
11: <laughs> I think so. I yeah. I I guess it makes sense, at least in my perspective. Like, if it doesn't have an emoji. It's too serious. People <gasps> might get it the wrong way. So yeah. like laughing face, like, crying face. Are happy you face. even
3: part of the conversation if you're not using emojis? Do you remember exactly.
8: when you remember when I used to like when people used to perceive me as being grumpy because I would
3: put a period in
8: my texts?
3: Oh, well, you, you don't do. do that. What yeah. do you mean you don't do you that? Still. You will sometimes like, you yeah? will um, Hit a word, yeah, right. Say word, and then it would be word period word period word. <laughs> period. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but if you remove all the periods, right, it's it's the sentence that you want to say, but it's the structure that you then. <laughs> I but use. punctuation in text no. periods
8: are a waste of bandwidth. Oh, stop it! Here, let me give you another stat here. So they put a collection of uh, of emojis together, and these are the emojis that make you the most likable, and these are mm-hmm. the emojis that make you the least likable. Ooh. Okay. So uh, the blowing kiss face emoji, you use mm-hmm. that one a lot, Mocha? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Deepa.
11: Yeah, a lot. A lot. No. Nothing.
8: Shem. All the time. Yeah. Okay. The smiley face with hearts.
11: Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Yes. Oh my
8: God! Look at you guys. Uh, and the smiling face uh, with heart eyes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. And here's the least likable. So if you if you uh, send somebody this, you're you're perceived as being uh, uh, you're going to ruin your reputation with them i guess i don't know what the hell they're talking about. i don't understand any of this stuff with emojis uh the pile of poo oh i just
13: used it today
7: with you
8: i know you did because mm-hmm. <laughs> maury told me what he was doing by the way oh. i already knew because i went in the bathroom right after you and there was a nest on the toilet hey! Hey! When Moore, no. when Maury goes number two at work, he builds a nest, like he uses like an entire roll of toilet paper and he builds like a baby bird nest around the <laughs> yeah. toilet seat oh to God. sit on. But you don't even push And half it. the and half the nest was still sitting there. Like yeah. I knew it was you. I went in, I saw the nest.
3: And was it one of those because Maury's notorious for like trying to push the toilet paper yeah. in with his foot. It was foot. half
8: in the toilet and wet and half sticking out. So it like
3: the, the toilet has a tongue. No, it was just... Right, well, sc- enough sc- about me. Back to your oh, emojis. Oh,
8: okay. Uh, the yellow angry face. That's another one people don't I like. I that to my
13: husband all the time.
8: Uh, anybody want to take a shot at what the number one emoji is that uh, that makes you a less likable oh. person? Deepa, go for it.
11: It's probably the eggplant yes. or the peach. Is it, is it an eggplant? eggplant?
8: Yes. Come on, ain't nobody got a problem with the peach. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show
0: podcast.
1: Podcast.
8: Hey, let me play that Ryan Reynolds clip. Because I know you and I sort of feel the same way about Deadpool, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's okay. He's okay. I I wasn't blown away by Deadpool the way everybody else is blown away by Deadpool. I I, f- I found so. that I I found that the sort of self-awareness of it, the the levels of self-awareness of it sort of took me out of Deadpool, mm-hmm. right? Like mentioning things like, you know, char- like a- actors who play characters and, you know, Stan Lee by name and like this kind of thing. Like it t- it took me out of it a little mm-hmm. bit, right?
3: And I think the hype that, because w- I didn't watch Deadpool right when it came out. I watched it like a couple of months later yeah. when it was like on demand. Yeah. And I think the hype surrounding Deadpool and everyone's love for it affected my first viewing of the movie because I went in and I was like, oh my God, this is like going to be one of the greatest superhero movies ever. And I'm a huge MCU fan. And this is like the first one that people are creating so much hype about that's outside of the MCU. Right. And then I watched it. I was like, that's all right. And I didn't didn't really really like part two either. I didn't even watch part two. You didn't, know? Yeah, it was fine. It was fine. But I love everything else that Ryan Reynolds does. And, like, the marketing behind everything that he's a part of. I think he's a friggin' genius. Yeah.
8: And so, I love the guy. So now that MCU, they're going to start introducing X-Men yeah. into the world. Which um, I'm
3: very excited about.
8: The The idea that a lot of people had was, we'll just, re- like, reboot every character. Start from scratch, and that way you can take those characters and those actors and move them forward. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, but everybody wants Hugh Jackman to still be Wolverine. But Hugh Jackman's, like will be much older than you know everybody else which Mm -hmm. i maybe maybe is fine but here's the video that uh ryan reynolds released with hugh jackman did uh, you watch the video yeah 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 announcing that um hugh is uh back as wolverine
12: hey everyone uh we're extremely sad to have missed d23 but we've been working very hard on the next deadpool film for uh a good long while now I've had to really search my soul on this one. Uh, His first appearance in the MCU obviously needs to feel special. We need to stay true to the character, uh, find new depth, new motivation, new meaning. Every Deadpool needs to stand out and stand apart. It's been an incredible challenge that has forced me to reach down deep inside. And I have nothing. Completely empty up here and terrifying. But we did have one idea. Hey, Hugh, you want to play Wolverine one more time?
3: Yeah,
15: sure, Ryan. (laughs) So that
3: scene is Ryan Reynolds sitting on a couch. He's obviously inside of a house, and you don't even see Hugh Jackman's face. You just see him walk by behind Ryan Reynolds. And the part where he says, yeah, sure, why not? He's just, like, walking up the stairs in this house.
12: And... Hey Hugh, you want to play Wolverine one more time? Yeah, sure, Ryan. <laughs>
7: <laughs> right. And, and a lot,
12: it's brilliant. And a lot of people—I mean, there's
8: a lot of people very happy that he, uh, Hugh Jackman is going to come back and play Wolverine. But there's a lot of people that are not because Logan was like the perfect movie for a lot of people, mm-hmm. and it was the perfect oh, sort of ending, ending
3: for that for, character.
8: Yeah, for, sure. for his version of uh, of Wolverine. But um, well, here's
3: a great thing about marvel and where they are right now because they're really embracing and i think that they were the only way to continue with movies is to embrace the multiverse yeah right i don't like the multiverse so, man too confusing no i'm just not a fan
8: mm. yeah. so i
3: think that with with wolverine whether you're going to eventually transition to another wolverine that's going to take that role yeah and evolve with it much like Hugh Jackman did when he started all those years ago. Right. This may be like some sort of multiverse version. And I don't know if we'll see Hugh Jackman as Wolverine after this. Right.
8: The multiverse makes my head hurt. I get one of those damn it, Maury thinking headaches. Yeah. You know what I mean? I told you. (laughs) It's too confusing. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast.
1: Podcast. I
8: was watching uh, videos of Deepa doing her F1 game. Oh, (laughs) <laughs> yeah I don't know I find it so I find it so entertaining I don't know what I don't know what. because I, I don't know because I think that the I think what makes so explain this to people that don't know Deepa so you play this f1 game right what is it
11: yeah it's F- f1 20 uh 2022 and basically like I'm now starting I've been playing for a couple of weeks and it's a very very hard game um, the steering is very difficult. <laughs> you can set your settings to different things <laughs> to help you with traction control and all sure. these different things. And it's basically it's, it's, it's just F one
3: racing. Okay. That's what you're doing. And, but okay. she,
8: but it's not like she, Diva doesn't have like a joystick. Like she has like a steering wheel in her mm. living room.
3: <laughs> can I tell you too? <laughs> and we've mentioned this yeah. before. Those steer, I looked into getting one because yeah. I, I played this game as well. It is very difficult, and I looked into getting one of those wheels. Yeah. Here is how much of an F one. Fan Deepa is. Yeah. Her and her husband bought a wheel that's like five hundred dollars. No, you did wheel. not. Yeah.
8: Did you? Re- <laughs> yeah. Does it yeah. stay there all the time in the living room, or does it go away?
11: Yeah, <laughs> it's in the middle of like our our room, so it's directly in front of the TV, and it's just set up there permanently now.
8: But how are you progressing? Because I know at the beginning, because I the the I, the couple of the videos I saw here, play. Do you have a montage do, there? Yes. Uh, this is Deepa playing the F one game. <gasps>
11: So do I start again? Clutch! Release send drive and... I uh, uh, shut shift UP! Ah! SHIFTING <laughs> UP!
7: So-
3: when you watch the videos, it's Deepa, like, trying to control the F1 car, but, like, yeah. skidding off the track, hitting other drivers. And you might have heard earlier when she said sorry, she actually apologized to another virtual driver. Now, <laughs>
8: now are you like, is there a community for this? Like, do you share these and everybody, everybody sees them? It's a big community.
11: Oh, it's massive! Yeah. The F one uh, gaming community is huge. So I posted on TikTok and Instagram, and yeah. I eventually wanted to get into streaming, but I'm just trying to learn it before sure. I start crashing into everybody. And how's online. the reaction so far? Um, it's actually not great. Because no. because
8: you're not great, or no, why?
11: No, it's just like okay. I got to be honest. Online, the masculine. Toxicity is so high, especially yeah. for women who are playing these video games and these racing games. So I thought I was doing a good job, you know, I'm showing my progress. Like, oh, I finally completed a lap without crashing and all these things. Yeah. But then the comments that men leave are like the worst things I've ever read in my life. And I'm like, Oh my God, is there a need for this really?
8: What are they saying? Just like um, awful stuff that makes you feel terrible about yourself? Or do you does yeah, it even it's bother like, you? Oh.
11: Okay, I I take it with a grain of salt because I'm like, it doesn't impact what I'm doing, but it's like, oh... Go make me a sandwich it's getting cold <gasps> no or, no seriously God. yeah like there's that there's oh bro thinks she's actually good at the game i could beat her a lap by like five seconds like yeah. they're just they just start like saying all these things for no reason i'm like i don't think you understand the point of my right. f1 account to
7: and be
3: the, the honest but, but wait wait. but on the flip side yeah. are there people in the comment section who are like coming to your defense being like she's just learning how to play the game like give her a break or stop yeah, being yeah. so there mean are, in general?
11: There are a couple people who come in and they, they're like, she's literally just started to play the game. Some men are mad that I have a wheel. Yes,
8: <laughs> um, they're
11: like, oh she Yes, exactly. She yes. Started, yeah. But own the
8: wheel. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. You because you got better gear they than thing. they do.
3: Yeah. Right? That's a five hundred dollar wheel. Yeah, you got I don't even have a five hundred dollar <laughs> yeah. wheel.
8: Because I'll tell you, I'll tell you the other thing too, Deepa, right? Is that somebody sees you with a five hundred dollar wheel playing F1, right? And then they're like, Who's this broad? Mm-hmm. And then they go looking for you online <laughs> and they see a picture of you with Lewis Hamilton. And they're like, oh hell yeah. no. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Right. Like jealous yeah. Super jealous. Super jealous. Okay, so you're pro you're progressing the Though, right so for if you were to say something right now to another young woman who's looking to get into the world of f1 gaming <laughs> i don't know i don't know if you have it yes. i don't know if you have advice <laughs> on how to one work the wheel or two deal with the trolls but what's your advice right now
11: no girl do your thing you shine for you and don't let these comments get you down i did have a, a, a moment where i felt great because i did beat the lol's fastest lap time for one of the tracks and i was like yes
3: oh my god so are you and your husband now like competitive with each other
11: yeah as soon as i as soon as i beat his lap time he's like move and he got on and he started playing (laughs) until he beat it oh no he's gonna start he's gonna
3: start up a bunch of uh finsta accounts just to like go at you (laughs) i know i know i was just gonna say
8: i'll check his phone because there's a good chance it was his sandwich that was getting cold
1: no 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 not at all The Roz and Mocha
8: Show podcast. Podcast. So in Toronto, this year so far, there's been 6,000 vehicle thefts. Whoa. When it comes to carjackings, because they make it clear that carjackings are not vehicle thefts. Uh, there's been 179 carjackings so far. That's up 209% from last year. Jeez. But the total is 5,909 auto thefts so far this year in 2022. I don't think 6,000 people have been stung by a bee in this Mm -mm. city, but 6,000 people have had their car stolen.
3: Like, at what point do you start worrying about your car? Like, now, right? Like, always, always. Bro, have you not seen like surveillance, like camera footage that people have, like, because how people have cameras at their houses? Yeah. Like, in the broad daylight, cars are getting stolen off of people's driveways. It's crazy.
8: That's not 6,000 yeah. cars? And I know it's Scary. a giant city and everything, right? Still, 6,000 is a, a lot. 6,000 cars. dude. on
13: wood, this doesn't happen to me.
8: Do you use a, a bike lock for your yards, Maury? <laughs> <laughs> I
13: could. I parked literally that's next cute. to a bike thing.
8: Yeah, I, you could do that with that little thing. Yeah. I
13: put a cone in front of my car. A cone? Like a little plastic cone. There's a cone in front of my car. What does that home.
8: mean? What I that, found what does that it there, tell?
13: So every time I parked my car, I put, like, one of those pylons in front of my car. But
8: what does that tell thieves? Stay away. Oh, I gotcha. Mm. So a thief
3: is going to be like, yes. oh, there's a cone. Oh, there's a
8: cone. Right. Very
3: dangerous. I better not steal that.
8: <laughs> yeah. I mean, Rusted, I would dented. love to talk to a car thief. If there was a car thief, if there's somebody who stole a car, please give us a call.
3: There was one video I saw where they had a machine. Yeah. And they punched a bunch of numbers into the machine, and then the Lexus that they were going to steal... Yeah was able to start up
8: really it's all computers it's all hacking it was now weird man like you don't even have to hunt, know how to hunt. like remember back in the day right like you had to hotwire yeah right you had to know how all to the do stuff that in the, in the movies yeah you put like a gem a, a screwdriver into the ignition and then you rip out that thing in the bottom yeah. and you start wiggling the wires and then you're out and then you're out now it's like ipad
13: yeah right completely That's how you People get, have get have it to work less hard this time
8: yeah no well, way no you, you got no, go go to go to mit harder. yeah you used to be able to go to devry
3: <laughs> yeah, that was a good <laughs> uh, and we actually on line
12: one car thief go ahead yeah i used to steal three or four a night um my favorite ones were dodge rams because they were tilt steering um so you just pop like pop the side out where the tilt steering was you see the teeth come out Boom, you'd be gone in like a minute. So what yeah. are
3: car thieves doing now when everything is like a key fob or push-to-start type thing where you're not actually putting the key into the ignition if you don't have to?
12: So usually what they do is they'll ground out. Uh, if it's an expensive car and they need to get like get it going, usually uh, they'll ground out the car, bring a, 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 where the alarm will die out or get of really the alarm first. Pop in and then generate your own heat. Hmm. Oh, so you wow. would steal how many cars in a night? Back when I was younger, I'd like steal three, four, sometimes more. Okay, I do whole underground garages where I just empty all the cars of all the valuables, take one, and then drive to my destination. And then, what would you do with the cars? Like uh, sometimes I take some places again, uh, like you know, resold as parts, um, or sometimes just like literally people changing bins back in the day. They uh, do a VIN swap, so if anyone came up, checked the VIN. It wasn't theirs that you were looking for.
3: Would you ever steal a car, take it to a place, and then that person would take that car and put it on a boat to ship off overseas? Um, uh, yeah,
12: I've, been, I've seen that stuff too. Where it's yeah? Expensive.
3: Okay, so yeah. how does it actually happen? Like, How are you able to get a vehicle or multiple vehicles onto a boat and then for it to leave any given city and then leave that country
12: without being detected? Do you know how that well, operation you, works? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, you know, the people on the boat and, like, everything else, like, even the people that are in the government on the other side are involved as well. Jeez.
8: Hey, will you steal a car if there's a baby seat in the back? No. No.
12: Good question. I, I won't do uh, – a uh, the, the, the few things I won't do is uh, uh, if I see a rosary, um, child stuff, like single mom stuff, um, or, or if there's a pylon behind it, usually says, hey, this thing's broken. <laughs>
3: yeah, Because David Mori's tactic is he puts a pylon in front of the car whenever he yeah. parks in the underground parking. Wow. So you, interesting. Do you, I mean, you don't do, do this that,
12: anymore? Do you right? do that stuff now? Still? No, no. I have been retired for quite a few years. Oh. Like I've done all kinds of stuff. I I've I've probably done about twenty years uh, in, in jail but in like total.
8: Wow. And how, and how much money did you make total? Do you think on lifting like, cars?
12: Like honestly, like hundreds of thousands of dollars. Like, yeah, like ridiculous amount of money. Like, all I'll half of it went up my nose, and the other went into my lungs. And yeah, yeah.
8: Wow. I had a jail question. I, yeah, Maury's a jail question.
13: Something I've always wanted to ask a jail person. Yeah, um, but, when you go into jail, how many jumpsuits do they give you? Only one, or do you have like a few jumpsuits that you can cycle through?
12: Yeah, you, you get. Well, depending if you're. in... A, okay, so jumpsuits are usually a, a, a bucket type thing, which is like a provincial jail. Compared to if you go a federal, federal usually get, you know, uh, like the golf tees with the uh, blue jeans and cheap shoes.
13: Right. But do wow. you only get one and then you have to wash it all the time or do you get more than one? Yeah, like they, they have guys that are destinated to do laundry and
12: stuff, so. Like, Damn. everyone has their own job today, pretty much. Jesus, bro. Uh,
8: hey, listen, man, thanks for the call. Super insightful. Glad you're not in it anymore.
12: Yeah, I, I, I've been out of it for quite a few years. Anyways, I, just, I heard you guys. I was like, yo, I had to call.
8: My, man, <laughs> no, really appreciate it. Thank you. The
12: Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
1: podcast. Man, this weather
3: ruined my plans this week. Oh, no, what happened? What's going on? Did you see all the news about Jupiter and how it was going to be the closest to Earth that it's ever mm-hmm. been in 60 years? You fall, yeah, you don't fall that. Are you asking me if I'm like, bro, you, you don't fall any of that? You're one of those stuff. now? Yeah. You are? What do you, mean, what do you mean now? I've always been. Have you? Yes. You're... I just don't always talk about it. I'm very interested in what's going on in space. What? Because it's embarrassing? No. Oh. Dude. <laughs> what? It's one of my things. I, I like astronomy.
8: Okay. Yeah. But like, you know what I mean? What? Yeah. What? Uh, there's a fine line to where you're going between like astronomy and like
0: what your, your
8: your phone isn't holding a charge because mercury's in retrograde like there's a fine Bro, line that that there's was happening. fine that was, line mercury in retrograde <laughs> yeah. that was two weeks ago <laughs> okay okay fair enough okay. seriously look it Go. up it's fine it's fine that's no fine.
3: but like they were saying you know nasa was saying like oh and yeah. there were it was a big deal like buzz aldrin was tweeting about it okay yeah man right yeah. how jupiter was going to be it's closest it's been to earth yeah. in 60 years and it would appear much brighter in the sky, and yeah. if you had a pair of binoculars, you'd be able to see them, right? No problem. Yeah. And then what happens? It like at least in my neighborhood, yeah. it poured and it was so cloudy. So at night, and even overnight before I came in to work the next day, looking up, and the the sky was just covered in clouds. That's it, huh? So I can see it. Man. So now I don't know when it's going to happen again. Well, probably not in your lifetime. Like, come on, right? At its closest approach, this is what NASA said, at its closest approach, Jupiter will be approximately 367 million miles in distance from Earth. That's close, by the way. Wow, man. About the same distance it was back in 1963. Okay. 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 So you may get it. You may get it again. But you'll be old.
13: Roz, you remember that. Shut up, Ron.
7: (laughs) (laughs)
8: Okay. It's in your book, right? This is why I don't talk about stuff like this, right? Uh, Anytime, anytime we get to something, any story where it's like the first time it's happened in ever how many years, Uh one of you jackasses always says. It's chapter five. Is that the chapter that's
3: labeled Jupiter?
8: No, it's not. You guys suck. You guys are both. The worst shut up, Shem. <laughs> <left? laughs> <sighs>
16: don't want to feel left out.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Buzz Aldrin tweeted this. Heads up, that's no moon. It's Jupiter. Today the solar oh, system's wow. largest planet, Jupiter, will make its closest approach to Earth in fifty nine years. The gas giant, aka Roz, will be wow. usually unusually bright and large in the sky, <laughs> which should offer great opportunity for viewing.
8: You don't even like you don't even like planets. You just wanted to roast me. No, uh, yeah, the that's, AKA uh, Ross I just added. Yeah, okay, yeah. How far is Jupiter normally? Does it say there? Uh, Curious. I don't even know. I don't even know how far Jupiter is. Well, at its is. closest,
3: it's three hundred sixty-seven million miles. So yeah. further
8: than that, uh, further. Okay, yeah. So uh, you listen, I don't think that we need to get any more specific than that. You can just say far. <laughs>
7: <laughs> <Like> <laughs>
3: it's always far, far yeah, right? It's always yeah, far. It, right
8: now, it's just a little less far.
3: So anyway, if you're um, disappointed as I am, then I guess collectively we'll have to wait till the next time Jupiter gets close to Earth that we are able to see. Yeah, no, that's true. With a set of binoculars. (laughs) That's true. The
7: gas giant. (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me?
10: Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix?
3: Roz and Mocha got you. Jessica, welcome to the Roz and Mocha show. How may we f- help fix your life? All right, so my daughter called a boy at school a bitch.
10: What do I do? I'm mm. proud, but what do I oh, do? Oh, wow.
8: Okay, you wrote this. Uh, Hey, Razamoka, fix my life. We're gonna have to believe some of this. I have a five-year-old daughter. She is in uh, SK senior kindergarten this year, and up until last week, she's always been so respectful and good in school, and I never had to worry. Well, I found out that last week a little boy made her angry, so she turned around and told him that he was a. Damn! I was blown away. I know she doesn't know what it really means. How does one approach this? Uh, as a mom, I'm proud. But at the same time, I know she can't go around calling kids
3: Yeah. So <laughs> the first question that anyone's going to ask, especially the parents, is where did your daughter hear those two words?
10: And you know what? I, I honestly can say it's not for me. I, you know, I try not my best not to swear in front of her. Yeah. Um, and I told her teacher that, you know, I was the mom. I'm so sorry. I have no idea where she got it from. You know, I'll talk to her. We'll fix it. And it just blows me away because I, I don't know where she picked that up from.
3: <laughs> yeah. See, in a situation like this, especially because she's fine. Is this your first? Yeah. Your first? first? Yeah. yeah. Um, you can't like chastise them. Or make them feel like they did something wrong. You know what I mean? Because like yeah. in their mind, that was their natural reaction. Maybe they didn't know that they were doing something wrong.
10: And that's the thing, because I kept asking her when I found out that she had an incident, but I didn't know the full details. I'm like, what happened at school? She goes, mommy, nothing happened.
8: Aww. Okay. So first off, Jessica, she heard it from you. Um, okay, well, whether Whether it was something that you said or something you were listening to, something you were watching, something you inadvertently exposed her to, she heard it from you. Okay. Yeah. She didn't hear that from another kid at school. No, that's true. It came from home, right? She brought it yeah. to school with her, packed it in her bag like everything else, her okay. Apple and all this other stuff. And at the right moment, she whipped it out. Now, when you say she has no idea what it means, I highly disagree with you because she used it appropriately.
10: Yeah. Yeah. And th- that's what blew my mind because... The so she he has, there, she goes, it was the proper context. Yes. So, so she like, knows the, the
8: words and when to use the words. So if
3: it makes you feel any better, Jessica, the same thing, not those two words, yeah. but those two words individually yes. have been used by our five-year-old at home simply because oh he's heard those words either coming out of my mouth <laughs> or out of Jenna's mouth. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. So, um, and used it in the right way, yeah. in the proper context. In the right situation um and that is something we at that point then had to go and and course correct
8: yes uh i will say this when it when it comes to language of kids mocha and i you know i think we we're aligned on on this and when it came to swearing you know even with our kid i never had a conversation of good words and bad words because words aren't bad it's just it's just appropriateness of use and company you're with right and uh and 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 you know and and that some words you know come with a punch. Right. And some words do hurt more than others. Words aren't violence, but some words do hurt more than others. And you just have to have a conversation about language and when to appropriately say things, who they can say those things in front of. Um, but no, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say chastise your, your kid. I'll tell you this, though, where Catherine would always screw up because right? Catherine was always like Oh my god I never swore in front of Roxy And I was like oh my god you have, <laughs> First of all you have the worst mouth on anyone yeah, like a pirate. Okay, Where Catherine would screw up Is if she was in the room It was fine Always watch what you say Every now and then something slips out You look over the kid didn't hear it Nothing we're all good when Catherine, however would be on the phone with someone
3: oh (laughs) because she's wrapped up in that thing she's wrapped up in her own little world of being in that conversation yes
8: the words would fly that's where it all came out is when Catherine was on the phone whether walking around the kitchen or in her office or whatever and then she would walk out and i was like babe what are you doing she's like what i do (laughs) and i'm like did you just listen to yourself she's like what i say Right. That's yeah. when it happened. Uh-huh. It's always when she was on the phone.
3: I don't know. Like, yeah. Have you talked to her about language before? No, never.
10: Oh, I never okay. had to. You know, when she was a baby. Yeah. You know, she would say, but she was little. Yeah. And she would drop the F-bomb and I, you know, I kind of brush it off. So I, I wouldn't give it too much attention um, because mm-hmm. I knew if I did, she would keep going. Some
3: of the things um, I've heard from other parents uh, who've been through similar situations Uh, because much like you, Jessica, like cruise is our first, right? So you have these kind of similar conversations with, with other parents who have gone through it already, but, um, the topic of, you know, and whether the kid would understand or not, like there are certain words that only adults will use Mm -hmm. or only adults use these words, please don't use them. Yeah. That's a good way to go because, because, you know, chances are out in the world, outside of your home, you may be at the mall, you may be walking down the street, wherever, and those words get used by other people. And then how do you explain or, you know, you have to be prepared to to answer the question from your kid as to why that person is using that word that my mummy and daddy told me I can't use.
10: Yeah. That's right? A good, that's a good way to go about it. Yeah.
8: How did the teacher tell this to you?
10: <laughs> I dropped did, her off. Did her, she um... say,
8: like, did she say, like, your kid called somebody an or did she say the words
3: oh no she said the full words
8: she did oh damn oh, oh yeah. wow. wow.
3: <laughs> you know it's serious when wow. the teachers use full words <laughs>
8: didn't try to wow. sugarcoat it at all wow 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 <laughs> yeah. uh the best yeah. part the best part is your kid's five she's probably going to have zero memory of this entire thing
10: uh-huh oh oh probably not and after yeah. i asked her i'm like yeah i was like did you use these words and she goes yeah and i'm like okay yeah
8: oh she copped to it huh
3: yeah, she did yeah. after she caught to it. Yeah, yeah interesting. She, she well, that's why That's why you know that she used those words yeah. properly, she knew, right? she, uh-huh. she knew what she was doing. She knew what she was doing. But you're going to be fine. She's five. She's five. She's not going to grow up to be a delinquent because yeah. of this one situation. She'll forget about it. She probably already forgot about it.
10: Oh, no, God, no, she didn't. No, oh, no, no. Okay. She, no, no. Yeah. no.
3: Oh.
10: I look at her before school and she'll look at me. And she goes, mommy, nice words today.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah okay. <laughs> so this one stinks. Yes, yeah, and that's
8: when you have to look at her and go, me too, kid. Me too.
3: <laughs> this, is, this is one of those long-term memories. Right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hope you feel better, Jessica. Thank you so much for reaching out.
14: Thanks, guys. Have a great day.
3: Bras and mochas fix my life
14: on KISS.
8: Uh, what's that podcast Kevin Hart was doing?
14: Oh, the um
3: Drink Champs what is podcast. That? It's uh There's just guys sitting a, around getting loaded? Is that the is that yeah, the deal? So yeah. there's a rapper named Nori and his co-host is the He DJ. should hook up with the Chicken Wing podcast guy. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh my the, God.
8: right? That's
3: right. That's a great ones? podcast. Hot,
8: Hot <laughs> ones and drink guys should hook up together.
3: Uh, so it's Drink Champs it's uh Nori and DJ E F N and they always have um, they have like big hip-hop stars on there, yeah. actors on there, actresses on there as well. Um and they basically drink throughout. That's why it's called Drink Champs. They, okay. They drink. And I'm not talking like, yo, let's sip on a Heineken. Yeah. Like, they are doing shots of... It's all shots. ...heavy, heavy liquor. Oh, we should do that on this show. Uh, no. Maury. Done. now.
8: Done.
7: <laughs>
3: I think we can expense it, too. So, Kevin Hart was on their podcast, and they yeah. have this segment where um, it's like a, a this or that type of thing where you get asked to choose between this thing or yes. that thing, or yes. it could be this person or that person. Right. And you pick your favorite, right? right? If you decide to say neither, right? You or say, refuse or, or to answer. Refuse to answer, gotcha. or you say, I choose both, yeah. then you take a shot. You gotta do a shot.
8: Okay, I hear you. Right, I feel you take you. a shot. I feel you, I feel you.
3: So on this podcast, um, they, on the Drink Champs podcast, Kevin Hart was a guest, and they said to him, um, between Will Smith and Ice Cube, Gotcha. Who do you choose? That's how it started. Okay. Right. And here's what Kevin Hart said. Dark
17: times deserve f- great light. I'm not gonna on my brother. Um, Which one? Because they both. I'm your gonna, they both are my brothers, but I'm not gonna take the time to. On. I'm gonna say Will Smith, and here's why. Whoa. Will Smith is a. F- he's not only a legend. He's not only a goat. Will Smith is the reason why.
3: Pause real quick. I have to bring up the fact that Kevin Hart already... Yeah. I don't know how far into the podcast this <laughs> Sounds happened, like
8: he's had some shots already. Two hours in. Two
3: oh. hours in. Oh. <laughs> so Kevin Hart has been drinking, drinking, because yeah. you can tell he's like a yep. little bit in the slur zone, Yeah. right? but he's still trying to keep his composure
8: see with that podcast you can't do a 30 minute version of that podcast like you have to keep people no. there long enough where the drinks actually kick in Bro. like you need them there minimum two hours I've
3: listened to episodes where they're like four hours long really and by the end of it like everybody in that room is wasted Hammered. it yeah. would do really well here yeah
8: yeah
15: <laughs> I agree
17: the idea of African-Americans attached to global IP mm. is normal. When
15: you say IP, so it's intellectual, intellectual property, property, intellectual property. people that don't know. That's what Studios it means.
17: Studios took the gamble um, on more leads of color um, because of the work that Will Smith, Denzel were doing in the beginning, right? Like, you you need the faces that are getting the universal return. Mm. So I'm not going to Will and act like he hasn't been and wasn't that guy. I want to go Will Smith. And people make mistakes. And from Absolutely. mistakes, they should be allowed time to recover. And Will's a legend, so, man.
16: He's a legend. Absolutely. In
17: that, Hands down. In that, this is no longer the world's problem. It's uh, Will and Chris's problem. Let them deal with that. Mm, the world should right. step out of it.
3: Hmm. That's Kevin Hart talking about uh, Will Smith. <laughs> he's, slurring. he's so crazy. And he's- And I haven't listened to the full podcast To see like exactly how drunk Uh,
8: I listened to the clip right after this one Kevin Getz, yeah Right, where they ask him So this question was um, Will Smith or Ice Cube Uh The question immediately after this Was N.W.A. or Wu-Tang
3: Oh, they ask that question a Do lot. Do they? Yeah, Is that yeah, like yeah, their yeah. go-to? That's one of, so their,
8: good. One of their go-to. And he's so conflicted. Like I didn't oh, even hear the answer no. because Kevin Hart probably sat there and thought about it for a yeah.
3: minute. <laughs>
0: the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast.
1: podcast. Uh,
3: with the price of everything increasing all over the place, there's one specific spot, one company that you could thank for not having prices increase. On one particular item. One company, inflation didn't get one company? Correct. That company is Costco, who have refused to increase the price of their hot dog and drink combo. Oh, see, yes,
8: yes. We salute.
3: A buck fifty is like one of the greatest hot dogs, right? Arguably. Between Costco and Ikea, those battling of the hot dogs. (sighs) But Costco is, when you look at combo. Yeah. Right, where else are you gonna get a hot dog and a drink for a buck fifty? That's a really great question. Uh, where
8: else, anywhere, can you get like something to eat and something to drink for a dollar fifty? Right, where is there anywhere, nowhere, where you could get something to eat and something to drink that's not like a cup of tap water, but like where else can you get something to eat and something to drink that's a dollar fifty?
3: Nowhere. So Costco's wholesale uh, CFO Richard Galanti, yeah, confirmed that the dollar fifty combo is staying, and also said basically staying forever. Well, because I mean
8: they want to sell hot dogs and a and a drink for a dollar fifty, so people can go in and buy seventy five rolls of toilet paper, right, right, and and more um, and and more chiclets than they'll ever chew.
3: Um, <laughs> I know. I, so I I'm a Costco member, yeah. so I get all the emails. Yeah, and there was like one that shocked the hell out of me. It was like, um, check out this great deal: like seven dollars off a twenty pack of. <laughs> nine individual packs of halls yeah like why do you need that many halls how <laughs> right? sick are you going to get I mean, no this winter right I mean, no i don't even think i went through 20 packs of halls in my entire life no <laughs> right? no like- so the cfo um said there's no plans to raise the price of the combo even though uh price hikes have hit specific items he goes on yeah. to say quote we really don't look at it that way i think the thing Um, I mentioned earlier about there being some businesses that are doing well with margin, like the gas business, in a smaller way, uh, in the travel business. Those things help us be more aggressive in other areas and uh, hold the price of the hot dog and soda a little bit longer, i.e. forever.
8: Yeah.
3: Um, There's one thing in this article that I read, too. You ever bought anything for $1.50 that you can eat and drink more? Yeah, well, the that like a hot dog. For yeah, sure. exactly. That's
13: it. Yeah, I know that but, my dad used to take Daniel and Kyle, my brothers, there for dinner. To
8: Costco for dinner.
3: Yeah, yeah. Why not? Because uh, you you is, is a real one, idea. right? Got to do it. You could fill up. You got to do it. Uh, the current price of the hot dog and soda combo has been effect since the 1980s. Wow! And in 2018, it was reported that the company's co-founder Jim Senegal once threatened to kill CEO Craig jelinek if he raised the price of the (laughs) combo
7: like
3: listen to this quote i came to senegal once i and and i said to him jim we can't sell this hot dog for a buck 50 we are losing our rear ends and he said if you raise the effing hot dog i will kill you (laughs) figure it out
7: (laughs) Oh,
3: that's a real one right there.
8: That's right there. Yeah, man. I love it. It's, it's good, but it's good to know that, like, because it's not trivial. It's good to know that people have your back, right? Yeah, completely. When it comes to a $1.50 hot dog and a drink. So, it's good to know.
13: Rest they assured, need to get on the, the fact that they don't deliver those. Like you can order come on, you're not going to get something
3: delivered, Maury. Yeah, absolutely for 50. not. So rest assured <laughs> that the uh, hot dog and drink combo at Costco will remain at a buck fifty. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast.
1: podcast.
8: Well, wow, well,
3: wow.
1: Well. Here we are.
3: Here we are welcome to it everybody
8: how's it going everybody
3: good how are you yeah good I started watching a great show last night
8: Ooh, details please called reboot reboot it's on Disney Plus it's a Hulu show on Disney Plus
3: Keegan-Michael Key is in it right Keegan-Michael
8: Key Johnny Knoxville Judy Greer and um Paul Reiser are are in it it's funny right it's funny because I saw a
3: clip with Johnny Knoxville
8: yeah did you ever see episodes no. Okay, so Episodes was a fantastic show. It was on like HBO or Showtime or one of those things on Crave. And Episodes was, a, was the Matt LeBlanc show where um, the story was that it was – they capitalized on that sort of run of American shows that were reboots of really great British shows. Right, okay, the sure. office and like all those other things, and so the story is about these two UK writers, this husband and wife team, who created this monster hit of a show uh, in the UK, and then they get hired to work on the American version of it, mm. but only the American version of it. They just like destroyed everything that was good about oh, the show, damn. and they wound up hiring Joey from Friends, and Matt okay. LeBlanc is in the show and he plays Matt LeBlanc, and he's a total a hole. Oh, but it was really? one of my favorite shows, right? It was really? on for like Episodes? three or four seasons. Okay, uh, but this reminds me very much of that. So, um, so. Reboot is um, this television writer wants to reboot this really terrible sitcom from the 80s. Okay. um, But with the same actors.
7: Okay. Right?
8: Yeah. So So they're uh, just older? They're just older, but Uh they're all like, they don't get along. They hate each other.
7: There's like dysfunction.
8: They want to be like, you know, taken seriously as actors now. Like, it's just a really like... Keegan-Michael Key is so good in this show. Uh Like, I know he's good in everything, but Keegan-Michael Key is so good in this show.
3: Okay, I love Keegan-Michael Key. Yeah. And I hope that this show is one that sticks. Yeah. Because I loved him in Schmigadoon. Great right?
8: Schmigadoon. That Which, show was very niche though.
3: Very and it's one season, one season <laughs> old, Yeah, that right? show's so You can't do niche. anything. Like I don't know no. if you're gonna do like a return to Schmigadoon no, or something I don't like think that, you right? Can. No. But like he was so good, and I'm like, oh man, this guy's so great. And then yeah. there was another show on Netflix that we watched that didn't get picked up after, like, for a third season, right? Yeah. They lasted two seasons called Friends from College. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Keegan-Michael Key and Colby Smulders yeah. is in it, right? She's great, too. And he was so funny in the show, but then the, it didn't get picked up. No. And every project that he's in, I'm like... I hope this is the one because he's so good yeah, and I like him so much. But, but
8: check uh, check out reboot, like it's so good because How's there, Knoxville th- in it. He's so good, uh, but there was like a kid in the show, right? Uh-huh. Like like in the in the old sort of eighties version, like there was a kid, and now he's like grown, uh-huh. right? And they all hate him. And, oh, they, no. and, and, they, and but they but you find it like they really hated him when he was a kid right oh, like no. the, yeah yeah right like yeah. Was, and they just like they just don't want him around oh it's so it's so the, like the without spoiling so anything the,
3: the clip that i saw was an encounter between that kid and johnny knoxville i guess yeah. it was like the scene was they were just like reuniting for the first time on the set and the kid is saying to Knoxville, like, hey, I haven't seen you all these years. Right. And then a hilar- without spoiling, a hilarious exchange happens yes. yeah. between them. But yeah. yeah, it looks very, very No, funny. it's good. How many it's, is it, is it, did it, it just start It just now? dropped. Yeah, oh, okay. it just dropped.
8: Like, I just watched the first two. I just watched the first two episodes. And then I started watching another show about, I don't know what it is. It's about maybe. Did you see this, morning? It's the, the aerobics show on Netflix.
13: No, I'm still, aerobics. I just finished Dahmer last
8: night. Oh, God. Yeah, we'll get to that later. Um, Catherine started watching that without me, because well, I, 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 I went sense. to I went to put it on one night. She was like, "No," and I'm like, "Fine, no problem." You know what? I don't actually need to watch it. I know like, everything. No, is in to don't know. watch it without me? No, or- d- don't watch that.
3: Oh, so what right? the hell? Yeah,
8: and then I fell asleep on the couch one night, and she started watching it because I don't think she really remembers when Jeffrey Dahmer happened. But Bro, that's it was like. like-
3: you, like, yeah. cause I, for calling so, off the wedding. Is that
8: where we are right now? Already trouble
0: in paradise. Is that where we The Roz and Mocha Show
3: podcast. podcast. I want to play this uh, Sigourney Weaver clip for you. She was on the Mark yeah. Marin podcast. love Sigourney Weaver. She's the best. My introduction to Sigourney Weaver, much like a lot of people, was watching her in the Alien movies. Ripley. As Ripley. Yep. So she's talking about that movie and that franchise on this podcast with Mark Marin, right? The WTF podcast, by the mm-hmm. way. And she's talking about when she first got into acting in this way, she wasn't really into it. Her father was an actor yep. and she was just like more interested in theater. But she was like, let me give it a shot, whatever. We'll see what happens. Let me get an agent, right? Mm-hmm. And then this thing with this project with Ridley Scott comes up. Sigourney Weaver,
2: and then I think when Ridley Scott was sent to New York to interview actors for for uh, this movie, yeah, um, I was on the short list uh-huh. for for reasons I don't know, and um, I wasn't very interested. Yeah, you know, science fiction, which I knew very. Was well it always that. written as a woman's part? Actually, the original script, yeah, um, was ten men, mm-hmm. and um, and Walter Hill and David Guiler. Uh, who ended up writing the script thought, well, listen, it's ten little Indians. Uh, yeah. We'll just make the girl the survivor because no one in their wildest dreams will think it's going to end up being the girl. Right? They they thought it's going to end up being John Hurt's character, who's so brave. Blah blah blah. Right. And so um, they really did it just for story reasons, huh. you know. Even though they they love strong women, and you know, it was a very small cast, and um, I i don't think fox wanted me you know i really? was unknown yeah i think there were people with names trying to get this part
8: yeah god Isn't it's that amazing crazy? it's amazing though what one movie can do to somebody who nobody wanted mm-hmm. you know what i mean like sigourney weaver's a legend
3: of course and going all, ba- the, all the alien movies Avatar, everything she's done Ghostbusters. everything
8: she's done she's brilliant right and it's, it's interesting to go back to that first thing that sort of made someone and hear them say nobody wanted them. Mm-hmm. It's
3: crazy. Because you me. look at their legacy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And you're like, but how, how, how yeah. could no like, one if not, want? If not her, then who? But I found in listening to this episode, uh, this is Sigourney Weaver, by the way, on the Mark Marin podcast, And her talking about being so brand new and unknown, meeting with Ridley Scott, and this one part, she's talking about questioning a part of the script where, as somebody who's brand new, unknown, hasn't done any Hollywood projects yet. Yeah, I would just sit and shut up. You just read the script as is <laughs> but listen to this
2: Anyway, we had a great talk about the script that I was pretty critical of. I said, yeah, oh, it's pretty bleak. I don't know about this love scene. would you really you know would you really get it on while this thing was running Anyway, we had a good talk <laughs>
12: what, what this monsters <laughs> eating
13: people. I
2: know um, and I ended up um, doing a screen test with Ridley in um, in mm-hmm. London and got the part. I mean I was so incredibly lucky. And then once I got the part, I thought, well, now, now I better do a good job.
8: That's so typical, though, of movies at the time. That's like in horror movies. When when, when characters in horror movies already knew people were dying and then yeah. they still have sex.
3: Yeah. Right? Yeah.
8: Like, yes. <laughs> you got to be kidding. But that happened in every single movie. Like, every movie that was, like, above... You know, there was a love scene somewhere. Oh my God. There was like every single, like in but every stupid Weaver, situation in
3: this movie, she didn't even have the job yet. No. But she's meeting about the script and yeah. saying, like, questioning That's, things that were cuts. written. Yeah, yeah. Right before yeah. you even get the part. They yeah. were like interested in talking to you but, uh, it's so as a f- potential. It's so
8: funny to me, though, because like that was just so of the time. Like you just had to have a love scene. Like mm-hmm. you had to have two hot people uh, make out. Yeah, Diva.
11: Um, I love horror movies. I watch them with my mom all the time. But because of that reason, like, I know that there's going to be a sex scene. I usually go on, like, IMDb and look at the parental guide. Hold <laughs> <to see, like, laughs> really? oh, oh, on. As a 26-year-old
3: it- woman, you're still looking at the parental guide before you watch a horror movie with your mom?
11: Yeah, I do. Just to make sure. Because then it says, like, oh, sex scene. At specific time, oh, it's like three out of ten nudity or whatever. So uh, then I decide, like, based on that, do I skip it or do I watch it? So just sh- a tip for anybody. If you
8: should use it. what I, because uh, I have a child at home, <laughs> <laughs> um, and we would always go onto this website called Common Sense Media, uh-huh. where you type in a movie and then it gives you like it'll say swearing and it tells you every word that is said in the movie, yes. and then they, and then they and then you they have a scene for like sex, and but they're specific like side boob right oh. like two people <laughs> yeah. climb into bed no full frontal but you do see blankets moving then it cuts to the next morning he gets up you see his bum well, okay, right? So like it's very specific a scene like
3: that deep mm-hmm. right in a movie uh-huh. where it's climbing into bed bed sheets moving yes ne- and then you don't see anything else until it's the next day yes. they wake up they're happy w- would that pat like no at all you would no, you would no. no watch no, no, no. the movie no So would you watch the movie then like
11: kissing, nothing.
3: Afterward? or not afterwards, but will you still watch that movie without your mom? Or would it does it still make you feel uncomfortable? Yeah.
11: No, I would totally watch it with my without my mom. Like it's just that my parents grew up very strict and like no, no PDA. You can't watch kissing and then that's it. So yeah, I, I would watch it on my own time.
8: Wow. Wow, but they get specific on these lists, like like one leg above head. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like they, get, they get super specific. I'm telling you.
1: They get
0: One. super specific. Yeah, right? you're so lazy. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast.
8: I got hair in my mouth. Hold on. I was going to start this right away. What? I got a hair in my mouth. You know, with the like length. of your that, hair? Yeah. You know the length that, um, like, some of my beard hair, some of my mustache hair, uh, my eyelash, and my eyebrows. I have, like, all hair. That's all the same length. So if I get a hair in my mouth, I don't know where it's from. What? I can only hope it's me.
3: <laughs> oh, sorry. you know what I mean. Wait, what on. if it's like one of your cats? No, no, because it's
8: hard. It's hard. I can feel it in my mouth when it's hard. Like it's, it's, an it's a face hair. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah,
3: Whatever's the podcast. Shut up. Oh my
8: god. Hey, Mocha. <laughs> <laughs> you ready? Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do the news.
1: The Roz and Mocha
7: Show podcast. News break.
8: I'm debating as to whether or not to do the story about the woman who had to spend a couple days in the hospital because her Chihuahua diarrhea in her mouth. Whoa, what? Well, should I? What? Well now you have to. I <laughs> hear yeah, you're right. Um, so there was a woman, I saw this headline. Okay, let me read you, let me read you the headline here because okay. the, the headline is absolutely incredible. Okay, so the headline was, Woman hospitalized after Chihuahua poo gets in her mouth while sleeping. (laughs) Okay. She was sleeping. She was sleeping. Yes. Not the Chihuahua. Um, So I guess what happened was that the Chihuahua had some sort of stomach bug. Uh Okay. And she went to sleep. And I guess Chihuahuas like to nestle up on like shoulder nook kind of thing. Right. And at some point in the night... The Chihuahua diarrheaed well, and yeah. it diarrhea in her mouth. Oh <laughs> okay Okay. <Blech>. And because <laughs> it diarrheaed <laughs> in her <laughs> mouth <laughs> So gross. Um, (laughs) She actually had to go to the hospital because she then became violently ill and started having stomach cramps and got severely dehydrated from all the vomiting. And it turned out that, yes, the dog had a stomach bug that I guess he passed on to her. I didn't know that you could do that between species, but I guess you can. Uh, And then she went to the hospital by ambulance and was in there for three days recovering. Uh, But they say that both now she and the dog are okay. and there's no hard feelings.
7: Oh. Gross, Do you discipline
13: the dog? Yeah. No,
8: Disgusting. that's the thing is that you can't like, discipline. Now the dog is sick. The dog was sick, right? But, you know. Because like, usually you rub the dog's nose and the. But
7: how does how
8: does this get out? How does this story become news? This happened in somewhere in the UK. How does this get on our show? Who's retelling this woman's story? Exactly how the hospital? Somebody at the hospital is starting to talk. No UK newspapers
13: pay for stories like this. They do, eh? So Mm -hmm. she made some money.
8: Oh my God! You
13: can also.
11: This is her fault for sleeping with her mouth open. Oh God!
7: Oh.
8: Hey, Shem, I'm don't kidding. get a dog. <laughs> 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 Shem's got that mask he wears every night.
0: <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
1: podcast.
8: Do we have time? Uh, quickly, can we um, play that Anola uh, Holmes 2 trailer, Mocha? Um, yes, we uh, can. Anola Holmes. When does this drop, Maury? Can oh, you find out for me? That's a good me? question, yeah. Anola uh, Holmes. I don't know if you saw the first one. It's uh, it's Millie Bobby Brown, and she plays the, is it niece? Is it little sister? Is it, I don't remember sister. what it is. Sister to Sherlock Holmes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's awesome, right? Like she's November fourth. Thank you. She's great in it. The movie was great. This is the uh, this is the sequel. So this is uh, Millie Bobby Brown in Anola Holmes two.
1: Perhaps I should explain. My name is Anola Holmes. I started a detective agency.
12: How oh, old? But you're a girl. Tell me. Yes. Might your brother be free?
0: my brother well i have not a single case sherlock's latest seems to be vexing him is it true you find lost people yes my sister she disappeared a week ago
1: at last i would be a detective in my own right worthy of the home's name
6: why are you here is it my case or your own both
9: but it seems all cases are connected.
8: Oh, hold
3: on uh, a second. Shall we? Yeah. Wait, so is it, because uh, I didn't watch the trailer, so is it yeah. Enola Holmes teaming up with her brother Sherlock?
8: No, they're hinting yeah, about. yeah, yeah. I think that they, oh. have, a, they have a case that overlaps is, uh, is what I'm thinking. Did you see this, Deepa? Did you watch this movie at all?
11: No, I didn't you I didn't? didn't watch the first one. Oh, no, I'm God, surprised sh- I didn't. It's
8: so yeah. Henry Cavill good. plays Sherlock. Yeah, Holmes. and Henry Cavill is Sherlock. Oh. If you get a chance cuz we rewatched them all over the last week. Uh-huh. If you get a chance, go and watch the Sherlock Holmes series with Benedict Cumberbatch.
3: Okay. Every
8: episode is a movie. Every episode is like 90 minutes. Right? Yeah, and it's Benedict Cumberbatch as Sherlock Holmes. It is without question one of my favorite television shows I 90 have. Ninety minutes though. Yeah, yeah they're episode? movies. They're movies. So you like watch one like every other day kind of thing. But every episode is a Sherlock Holmes movie with Benedict Cumberbatch Bro. as Sherlock Holmes.
3: Ever, ever since you stopped writing that book, yeah, you sure had a lot of time <laughs> on your hands. <laughs> Ninety minutes every day watching a movie. The
0: Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
8: Oh, can you play me? There's a there's a thing with Barney in there. Um, it's a trailer for a new Peacock documentary about. But you remember Barney the dinosaur? Yeah. I the, love uh, you, yeah. you. You love me. Got
16: VHS tapes
9: of Barney, man.
8: So Barney, it was it was really quite incredible because at that time there was two really big sort of cultural things that happened in children's entertainment. Right, right around that time. I shouldn't say that there was three, and one of them was adored. One of them was, like, confusing, and the other, everybody hated. The thing everybody adored was Elmo, right? Elmo dropped around the same time. The thing that was confusing to people were Teletubbies. Nobody understood what the hell (laughs) Teletubbies were. Mm -hmm. The thing that was hated by adults was Barney. Barney was hated hated and they're doing a documentary on barney and what it was like even for the guys who played barney listen to this it just exploded it was a cultural phenomenon this is barney and this is what he sounded like barney
0: stands for inclusion acceptance
12: people couldn't accept that
16: this was just a show
12: And, and so let the bashing begin they were violent and explicit. Death and dismemberment of my family. Party. They were going to come and find me, and they were going to kill me. Just the dark side of this whole
15: moment. There was something larger going on here.
17: I don't think you could ever think somebody would shoot someone. Hold on.
8: <laughs> okay, bro. This, is,
3: this sounds like an ad for like a true crime documentary. Yes. Not about children's entertainer yeah. barney the dinosaur yeah
8: in the new trailer one of the guys who play barney reveals that he got death threats and that they were violent and explicit and talking about dismemberment of my family they were going to come and find me and they were going to kill me he says oh my god children's
3: That's entertainer
8: barney's this different though man it's different believe me if there was a guy that played caillou he would get the same thing. I oh, bet. probably, right? Okay. You know, I mean, deservedly <laughs> <Yeah>. so.
0: <laughs>
7: <laughs>
8: the
0: the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
8: Um, uh, oh, James Earl Jones has retired from doing the voice of Darth Vader started what? doing the voice of darth vader in 1977 because disney still wants to do darth vader and stuff mm-hmm. how old um, is he now
3: 91 old
8: 91 years old oh
3: yeah uh, no, but
8: he, he did however give lucasfilm and disney permission to use any of the old recordings of him as darth vader and ai to recreate his voice using ai for any future oh. darth vader um appearances that so the he may make in possibilities the are endless The yeah, possible, exactly there AI. i mean
3: it's scary technology it is but on the flip side yeah. when you know that you can continue the character of darth vader yeah well into the years yes right you with the same voice yeah the yeah. force is strong hey did you watch andor you started watching that
8: yet yeah it's awesome I don't like it. You don't? No. What don't
3: you like about it? I got to episode two. Yeah? Partway through episode one. I was like, it, yeah. What don't you like about better. it? I don't know. I just think it's boring.
8: Did you like Obi-Wan though? It was okay. Yeah. See, I hated Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan was okay. I hated Boba Fett. And,
3: oh, Boba Fett sucks. Yeah.
8: Yes. To me, Boba Fett and Obi-Wan are on the same level of just like, meh, bad, yeah. bad writing, bad directing, bad Bob- stories, bad acting.
3: Boba Fett, I feel, was for to fulfill the longing for Mandalorian to the Mandalorian fans. Yes, sure. Because eventually the show sure. just became the Mandalorian. What don't
8: you like about Andor? You don't uh, like that it's, so, that it's so serious and stuff? That it's so good?
3: Not that it's so good. It's just so boring. Yeah, you
8: find it boring, huh? I find it really? very boring. yeah, see, I'm very much into I it. Only
3: get, and I know Disney gave us three episodes. yeah. yeah. And I... And I force myself to watch episode two
8: really yeah. i oh. may
3: watch episode three yeah
8: see i saved episode three for tonight like i did you I, yeah 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 i yeah, don't know yeah. man
3: really and I, yeah, and I read i so when i typed in will andor, you be like
8: will you be better when like stormtroopers and stuff show up
3: yeah yeah I, I, the, I think the nostalgia
8: yeah yeah okay I,
3: I looked on twitter i just typed in andor just yeah. to see what would pop up so yeah. andor came up first right yeah. and I read that and it was all praise 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 yeah. and I read all of them yeah. But I'm like I still don't get it and the second one that popped up was hashtag and or boring oh, wow. and I read all those yeah. and I felt more connected you to those did. ones uh-huh.
8: I think that it's the best written Star Wars we've had in a very long time ah. in a very long time I don't yeah. know. Okay. Maybe if they, okay. I don't know, Wait like, till the Stormtroopers show up, and then it's like, going to feel like Star Wars like for you. Jar
3: Jar Binks, throw him in there. No, even if, shut up. Even Jar Jar in there. Oh, I have no it. idea what's going on right now. That's fine. Don't <laughs> worry about it more.
0: <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
1: Podcast.
8: Yes, uh, I did a uh, hit with uh, Mel and Dina on Breakfast Television this morning.
1: Yes, you did.
8: Talking about my book. You want to hear a little bit of that? Do I? I, I, I went into this thinking that if, if, if anybody is able to find a little bit of themselves or see a little bit of themselves in in my story, whether it is you know dealing with loss, um, grief, and then the guilt that comes with grief, whether it's self harm or addiction or making really really bad choices. Um, you know, there's there's a, an interesting thing when you do what I do for a living, which for the most part is you know I do comedy, and you know my day, you know my job is to just make somebody's day a little bit better, a little bit easier. That's what we do on the on the Raza Mocha show. And there's just another layer of things. And I think that everybody has that layer, that place where we just stack things that we don't talk about. And this is me finally opening up and um, not being afraid one to fail or two judgment or how anybody is going to perceive any of these stuff.
3: Uh, that the went one, well? one part great by the way.
8: Thank you very much more. I really appreciate that.
3: Um, I was, this isn't a spoiler. Yeah. Whatever. People are reading the book. and no, they're not. To the audiobook. <laughs>
8: Maury doesn't Why have it yet. He's freaking out. I take care. Really earmuffs like, for it. one second, Maury. Earmuffs for one second. Earmuffs for um, one second. I didn't we'll realize
3: you how... You mentioned your dad here and there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And uh, in so far what I've heard, I've learned so much about your dad. Right. Um. So I... I and it was just very interesting and gave like a, a little bit more perspective as to who you are as a person and the kind of day-to-day uh, the way you live your life, but I learned a lot. Mm-hmm. And I know this was something that came up with, uh, with Dean and Mel this morning on BT. I'm
8: still not, I, I still kick myself for the way that I acted when my dad was dying because I was at a point in my life where, you know, I wasn't able to fully handle it. And when, you know, and, and, um, and I sort of, I left them and... He went through a lot of his last days without me because I was just so focused on myself in that situation. And I just think now of how I would have done all that stuff differently. And to to let people know that you really screwed up, you know, you really screwed up being there for somebody when they were dying is a hard thing to admit. Um, because, you know, people think you're a great guy and you're fun, but when you can say that, you know what, I, I had a, there was a gift of, you know, being able to say goodbye to each other that I sort of left unopened and, um, and, and he went through his last little bit, you know, sort of without me. And the line I say in the book is that, you know, he was dying, but I was the ghost. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and that stuff's not easy to write because, you know, you sort of open yourself up for judgment, but again, I don't
3: think I'm alone. Mm -hmm. No more spoilers. No more spoilers. Go get the book. Go listen to the audio no book. A little bit broken. You can come back now. It yes. is out back. right now.
0: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
1: Podcast.
8: Uh, it's looking like Oprah may, um, got another acting role coming up. I think she hasn't been in a movie since... What was the last movie she did? Was it The Butler in 2013? Pretty was sure. Was that what it was? Selma 2014? I know she was... Uh, she won the Academy Award in, what was that, Color 85 Purple. for The Color Purple? Is that what that was? Great movie, The Color Purple. So, what's she gonna be in? I don't know, but she's, and oh no, because she did the Ava DuVernay movie, um, Wrinkle in Time, mm-hmm. that's right, uh, in 2018. Um, but she was appearing at the Variety um, Power of Women issue alongside uh, Ava DuVernay and suggested a big screen return is in the cards. So Oprah said, listen, I'm living on a, mount- <laughs> on a mountain in Maui. Ava then a chimed in and money. said, yeah, exactly. Uh, but if something <laughs> perfect came along and then Oprah added, I actually do think something perfect is coming and oh. I kind of know what it is already. So because didn't she just ended her deal early with Apple that yeah. she had, right? Yeah. So who knows what this is, but it's looking like Oprah uh, may get back into acting. and mm. uh, maybe, I... she'll,
3: maybe she'll join the MCU. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? You know <laughs> what?
8: I actually wouldn't put it past them, to be honest with you. Mm. She's
3: already a superhero.
8: Right? I wouldn't put that past them. I really wouldn't put that
3: past yeah. them. Oprah in the MCU? Are you kidding yeah. me? With that multiverse?
8: Yeah.
3: Endless possibilities. <laughs> What's Oprah what going to do in the be? MC... Yeah. give everyone cars.
8: Yeah. What's Oprah going to be? What's Ooh. Oprah going to be in the MCU?
3: She would be like...
8: Like a superhero or like a boss or no, like a something or yeah, like the
3: the one that oversees. Yeah, you know, like in Viola in Davis
8: in uh, in in Suicide Squad. Similar, right? yeah,
3: you know, like in uh, Loki the the. Um was the the guy that we found out the, the the one who sees everything oh yeah he who yeah, remains yeah yeah, yeah. Right? something like that something yeah. on that level
7: yeah
8: uh and then shania twain was doing a um a podcast called uh table manners and she talked about this one time she was actually at dinner with oprah and it did not go well
10: i think one of my most memorable dinners was with oprah winfrey it was just great to just sit and have Real talks, you know, and but as soon as we started talking about religion, it all went sour. She is quite religious, yeah. Not religious in the sense that I'm dedicated to a religion. I'm much more of a spiritual person. I'm a Samus speaker. Everyone always says never talk about politics. Yeah, politics religion. yeah, absolutely. It just wasn't debatable. There was no room for debate. And I like to
3: debate. Canadians
8: like to debate about oh, it. No. You know, debate everything.
3: Okay. change something subject. Oh, and then how do you get out of it's that? Look at Shem's shaking. so awkward. <laughs> how, oh, man. how do you get yeah. out of... Uh, a heavy, deep discussion like that yeah. Like, how do you pivot? How do you switch subjects? Well,
8: obviously, Shania thought that Oprah would be down to tussle a little bit about uh, about religion <laughs> To be honest with you, if I sat down with Oprah and she started talking about religion I would probably be baptized before I left that house <laughs> You know, I hate him <laughs> <laughs> I'm like <Yeah. laughs> calling up, Chef yo Yeah. Dog, what do I do? <laughs> what do I do now? <laughs> well, I'm wet, what do I do now? Okay. <laughs> oh, what do, do, no. Can't help you there, what bro. do I do after this? What do I do after this? This, you shut up, you jackass. <laughs> Yo, wild night at the uh, baptism. Yeah, <laughs> wild <laughs> night at the baptism. Come on,
11: is that what's next? Get that direction, please. Is that what's please. next?
8: Um,
0: the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
1: Podcast.
8: Apparently, Rihanna has a 50 plus list of possible guests, um, that uh, that may show up during her Super Bowl performance. This, like according to TMZ. Out? Uh, no, I guess it's their insiders talking to them about uh, who's on this list and what possibilities. Wow. But there's also the possibility that she may just do what Prince did and just do the whole show solo. Yeah, she, she may could. not even bring anybody on the list. But nah. some of the names that uh, that TMZ came up with were uh, Kanye West, Paul McCartney, Calvin Harris, Pharrell, Jay-Z, Drake, like all the big names, uh, but uh, but may not happen. She may do the show solo, but um, but they are they do apparently have a list of 50-plus possible guests for her Super Bowl show.
0: The Raws and Mo. Show
1: podcast,
8: podcast. Uh, netflix has dropped the lgbtq tag from that different Jeff- jeffrey dahmer series after wait, fans wait. were outraged so you know it
3: had a it was listed under
8: lgbtq yeah so they no, so right? yeah so it's like ominous psychological horror and then it was lgbtq and people were like listen i know it's technically true but this really isn't the representation that we were looking for yeah. uh so they pulled uh they pulled that Wow, because you know that's like like my you know that would be like if you you know God I don't even I don't even know um, what you could compare it to that would be as awful like remember the Seattle sniper that yeah. guy right mm-hmm. it would be like if he was in the Black Excellence category right sure. like let's not celebrate his aim no
13: but I think yeah. that it's what right? is important is it's the, there are LGBT stories on who he killed that I think.
8: I that's not that you don't put the is, Jeffrey Dahmer story yeah. in the LGBTQ category mm-hmm. though that's unnecessary yeah right like it's not really when if you click on the LGBTQ tag you don't expect to see no. the Jeffrey Dahmer show in there no
3: it doesn't line sure. up with everything else that's in that category right right and right. and what that category is meant to be
8: yeah jeez i'm um, still did you want you nah, know I, it. Watch, I watched
3: the whole thing either. did you my life is yeah. good without watching I, I
8: went i lived through i was working in news at that time when that story happened and like i lived through it and yeah. just i i it's really horrific don't, yeah.
3: don't need it in my life
8: yeah i
13: don't know i mean it's it's apparently that for as far as ratings it's um as big as stranger
0: things
8: oh perhaps. yeah no people love that stuff mm. like oh, they, yeah we're gonna yes. watch a murder show murder show i'm gonna watch a murder show right The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Do we have time to do one more thing? Yes. Okay. Um, What should we do? Quick ting. Quick ting. Quick ting. Quick ting. Uh, 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 Um. I already talked about Netflix. I already we did talked about Rihanna earlier. We did Sigourney Weaver. Oh shoot. Jeffrey Dahmer. Yo. What about the Moon Five thing? Oh no! No. Push a T. Can I play? Is that who it is? Yes. Yes. Okay. So explain to me why he hates McDonald's.
3: Because back in the day, so the claim is Pusha T wrote, yeah, or one of the people that wrote the "I'm loving it" slogan for McDonald's, right? I'm That's loving it. That's what it was. So all these other people who were involved in that project have been making money, have been paid for it. Yes, Pusha T has not seen a single oh. cent oh. from helping Ooh. create that slogan. Got
16: you. So okay.
3: Back in March, he teamed up with Arby's. Right to do a commercial and a slogan and a song to attack McDonald's and their fish fillet. And that track sounded like this. <laughs> Fire.
4: I'm the reason the whole world love it. Now I gotta crush it. Fillet-o-fishes. Then you should be disgusted How dare you sell a square fish Asking us to trust it A half slice of cheese Mickey D's on a budget All these crispy fish is simply Fire the corner, we might need a Fire man So good Eggs is stage left The sandwiches taste fresh A little cube of fish from a clown is basic Okay Wow so, Okay so,
3: so he's going back in So yeah. Pusha T is back Pusha T and Arby's are back Okay talking about their rib sandwiches now. And listen to Pusha T go in on McDonald's once again with this.
4: They call me when it's time to do damage. When the quality ain't up to my standards. That make rib falls below average. Replaced by the country style Arby's rib sandwich. <laughs> Straight out the smokehouse Texas, my old route. Eight hours to slow cook, keep push for the rollout. The boss with the smoky Q sauce. The real country style, make rib get lost. Yeah. This doesn't compare to that replica rib patty. I'm screaming, how dare you? You know that I'm already always taking taste to the next level. Arby's is the choice We won't settle McDonald's what you selling Mystery meat oh. Pop up and go away wow. <laughs> it's You ain't in the streets The real country style Rib sandwich Here to get eat. Look Wow Straight out the smokehouse Country style Arby's rib sandwich What you know about <laughs> We coming straight okay. out The smokehouse Pay house. him everything <laughs> Right? Yeah. Like Like yeah. this is
3: like A like, real like, Song. Yo, it's is, a, yeah. a song. It's, like it's not a gimmick. It's not a jingle. It's a jingle. song. It is a yeah. song. Song. Bro, come on now. Push a T
7: coming a very in. seriously.
3: Oh, oh,
0: oh, okay. <laughs> the Ros and Mocha Show podcast.
1: Podcast.
8: Um, do we have time to do Kanye or no Kanye? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. um So that big interview went down last night. Uh, on ABC, so they were teasing it all yesterday morning on Good Morning America, and uh, here's a little bit of Kanye on uh, co-parenting and where things are right now with. Kim. Do you feel
0: you have a voice as you're co-parenting now?
8: I'm having. I do have a voice, but I had to fight for
0: it. I had to go on Instagram and I had to turn up. No, I have a voice, and I don't agree with certain things as a as a dad and as a Christian. I have, and I have a right to have a voice on what my kids are wearing, what they're watching, what they're eating. And I believe I'm in ai have a platform where I get to say what so many dads can't say out loud. And then people will call me and say, hey, are you okay? And I'm like, well, I'm okay now because I said something, but I wasn't okay before with the situation. And that's why I said something.
8: Hmm. Kanye's got two different Kanyes in interviews, huh? Mm. This was like the, this was like the Kanye version Subute. two. And Kanye, like when he sits down and does a podcast where, you know, they ask him one question, he talks for 40 minutes about... You know, everything that is not the the not the, the, question. the book. yeah. Uh, but I didn't I didn't get any of that big apology that was promised uh, to yeah, to, to with Kim. That? I don't know. They I don't, took I don't know. something that
13: he answered and teased it as an apology. Really? When really? In fact, it's what they do in television. Yeah. Right? Like, but he didn't he didn't, he didn't actually apolog- apologize. Well, just like what there what he was heard there.
8: Really? Huh? Oh. Because do you remember the tease we played the other day? Yeah. Right, where it was like Kanye apologizes only Kanye. He's apologizing. Kanye says sorry. Stay tuned he's apologizing like that was their whole tease right Yeah. anyway um it was a bit of a letdown if he right Oh, not Yeah, it wasn't, a great, no,
0: no. it wasn't a
8: great interview. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Kanye. <laughs> so his I Insta is blank, but like he just loads up his stories all the time. So and right funny. after he did that interview, which seemed like a very sort of open and honest interview that he did with um, ABC and Good Morning America last week. I don't know if you saw his Insta, but he simply wrote, London, I know how you feel. I lost my queen too. What? What? <laughs> Not the same he, thing, bro. He wrote London. I know how you feel. I lost my queen too.
3: Okay, <laughs> he also posts. I'm looking on his stories right now. War is a yeah. full contact sport, yeah, yeah. What else? So, anyway, he's back. He's well, you got back. A, a story, a picture of uh Woody Harrelson on there, yeah, bunch of his ugly ass clothes. <laughs>
8: <laughs> what is it, Maury? What? I was just going to say, he's talking obviously about Kim.
0: Obviously
8: about Kim. Yes
3: the
0: Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
8: Podcast. Uh, the Canadian Songwriters Hall of Fame was this weekend. Alanis Morissette. God, every time Alanis Morissette, because remember there was that documentary a little while ago mm-hmm. that came out, and then you just start talking about Jagged Little Pill, and everybody's like, oh my God, and you just remember like, how great of an album that was. Um, so the format was, they bring in other singers to sort of sing their big songs. Is that the deal, Moore?
13: Yeah, it was so cool. They had Jesse Reyes, they had Alessia Cara, like all these cool people singing her songs from Jagged
8: Little Pill. So here's Alessia Cara uh, doing a little bit of Alanis.
13: I'm but
6: I'm grounded I'm sane but I'm overwhelmed I'm lost but I'm hopeful Baby But it all comes down to Wow,
3: this is really good right, yeah
6: Is that everything's gonna be fine, fine, fine
3: Everybody
6: Cause I've got one hand in my pocket <laughs> And the other one is giving a high
3: five Wow That's great alessia cara yeah. big up
8: is there anything that sucks the wind Eddie, you more when somebody goes everybody and then they're the only one that sings good job Moore. love that <laughs> uh damon Mori on the red carpet with the uh legendary uh songwriter alanis morissette
13: being inducted into the songwriters hall of fame you know you've had many accolades in your career what does this mean to you
6: this is actually a a moment of my being beautifully kindly forced to receive because I have a tendency to write and create and then run to the next thing and not even notice where I, where I came from. So this is a marking, and it's like someone grabbing my shoulders lovingly and saying, please take this in.
13: So Jagged Little Pill defined my life. This, th- that entire record was everything to me. Could you listen to your record the same way I do? Do you get how big that was?
6: I do listen to my own songs, and I do find that sometimes 10 years later there's a message in it for me as though I'm just the listener. So thank God for that. It really does speak to the fact that the writing process is very stream of consciousness, and I don't even remember writing the song. So later when I hear it, I can hear it with objectivity.
13: How does it feel to have the other people performing your songs, the Alessia Cara's, you know, the Jesse Reyes performing your music?
6: It's uh, it's very heady and uh, adorable and very generous, and there's a lot of love and heart in this room tonight, so I'm very touched
13: so, thank you so much. I just want to say thank you for *Jagged Little Pill*. That record was my life. To personally thank you means everything to me.
1: So happy, thank you.
8: Who else have you said that to, Maury? Who else made a record that defined your life? Oh, Madonna. Madonna, yeah. Every every artist that you've ever talked to. <laughs>
7: but
8: *Jagged Little Pill* was. It like was. Huge. I agree with you. I agree with you. Huge. That that uh, that record was uh, that record was enormous.
0: The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast.
8: Podcast. Uh, Mocha, I got nice. to, uh, in music news. Can you please? I just want to gauge the faces of everybody uh, on this show here. Can you play the song that I loaded up? All Barbie right. I knew it. I made the right choice. Uh, <laughs> if you can <laughs> believe it. I love How old, Diva? How old were you when Barbie Go came out?
11: Because, I don't know what year did it okay, come out. Okay, well,
8: so yeah, so today is the uh, Barbie Girl turns. God, what is it? Twenty-five today? Is that the thing? Oh my God! Turn, no, turn, yeah one? turn twenty-five yeah, this was, year. <laughs> Barbie Girl is twenty-five this year. Was I was one or like Did you say I was early like two? two, I was, I was early two?
11: <laughs> no, no.
3: Oh, I'm like nobody. I'm like I was in that? my early two? <laughs> I was
11: in my early twos. <laughs> Terrible twos. Yeah, I was. I, you know, I think I was in my early twos. <laughs> oh, actually, I was in my late ones. <laughs> oh, yes Jesus!
8: Okay, It was released April of ninety-seven. 97 jesus okay so the big question was was will barbie girl the song by aqua uh be in the new live action barbie movie (gasps) oh and it has been revealed in an interview with variety Mm -hmm. aqua lead singer uh lean Mm neinstrom said they will not be using (gasps) barbie girl in the barbie movie saying that it would quote be cheese on cheese oh. i totally understand why they didn't use it but it's going to bring us a lot of attention no matter what so they will not be using barbie oh. girl in the new bar- mm. barbie movie with marco robbie and ryan gosling terrible decision you think yeah. so Shem? The, the whole movie's cheese yeah i know. I, know I know oh. i think I, this but song you know what, should in, be in, in movie.
13: Our aqua's defense yeah why would you put in something that everyone's expecting
8: sure but i just no, no no i don't it's i don't think aqua didn't allow it i i don't think the people making Barbie. that's what i mean they're not going to put
13: that in because everyone's going to expect it
8: yeah because they go on to say uh, uh we should say that we turned it down ryan gosling is just not good enough um <laughs> but uh but yes uh barbie girl turned 25 this year will not be in the barbie movie uh this uh track even just playing right now brings deep back to her uh her late ones, early twos.
7: <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
13: Aqua's huge on TikTok, by the way, the band. Really? They do videos where they sing a line and then allow you to stitch it where you could sing with them.
8: Oh, wow. And
13: it, they're like, they have a lot of followers. Really, huh? Yeah.
8: God, do they have another song, Aqua,
13: or is it just
9: yeah, Barbie Girl? Do- Dr. Jones is another
16: one. Yeah, Dr. Dr. Jones? Yes. Dr. I had never Jones, heard such a song. Dr. Jones, calling Dr. Jones, Dr. Jones, Dr. Jones, Dr. Jones
9: wake up now, wake up now.
3: Yeah. Oh, wow.
16: <laughs> <laughs>
3: nope. Remember that, Sandy That came nope. out a little no. later. You yeah. were probably <laughs> in your early threes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast.
3: Podcast.
8: Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, where are we here? Oh, did you see that uh, NASA did like an Armageddon where they shot a like refrigerator-sized spaceship into a uh, asteroid that was like seven million miles away and they nailed it what so the asteroid is the size of a football stadium OK, yeah. so NASA wanted to do a test to find out like Armageddon style if we needed to. Like, Hold if- on, was it
3: Asteroid already on course? To hit No, Earth?
8: it was just it was just a test. Oh, right? just random. I believe so. Yes. Is this
3: Asteroid just doing Asteroid things up there? Yes. its own beeswax? Right. Oh, right.
8: and then NASA yeah. come in and messing with it. OK, so so they wanted to to sort of see if they could accomplish this. And just imagine for a second, like trying to I know I know when I say something is the size of a football stadium. Mm-hmm. Right. And you have to hit that with something the size of a refrigerator, Mm -hmm. but you have to hit something the size of a football stadium with something the size of a refrigerator, seven million miles away in an area that is infinite. Mm
3: -hmm. Right? You have to be precise. (laughs) There's like infinite.
8: Okay. So here are the uh, here the crew at the the moment of impact.
2: Looks to me like we're headed straight in.
1: Oh, my goodness.
3: Eight, yeah. Seven, oh, six, wow. five, four, three, two, one. Oh, wow. We're getting visual confirmation. All right. And we have FBI.
7: impact.
3: Okay, but right. hold on. What happened to the asteroid, though?
8: Well, it just Did it break like into up. pieces? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> really?
8: Yeah. I don't there's know no what sound. happens. To- I know. Well, there's, there would be no sound, right? Even, even if there's microphones up there, there wouldn't be any sound. Why not? Because there's no sound. There's
3: no sound in no, space. But if there's microphones. Doesn't it's matter.
8: Space, but there's no sound.
3: There's zero sound in space. Where does it go?
8: It doesn't exist. Just like gravity. It's but not like there is. We have it...
13: something on Earth that people up in space don't have.
8: Hang on a second, okay? Yeah, it's because we have ears.
13: But you have ears when you go there. You don't leave your ears at coat check. Yes, you do. Okay, stop fooling. Me. <laughs> <laughs>
8: They're Take them saying. off. Them. <laughs> no, there's not actually
0: the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
8: Uh, it was only a matter of time before people started uh, coming out and questioning why uh, Brendan Fraser. So everybody's so happy for Brendan Fraser in the return, uh, his big return. He got that huge standing ovation in Venice uh, for his movie The Whale. But in the film, Brendan Fraser plays a morbidly obese um, father trying to reconnect with his, I guess, estranged daughter, mm-hmm. and um, he. He wears a fat suit, and so you knew that this was going to be a problem, but it's a conflicting problem because people do love brenda Frazier. So, um, uh, Daniel uh, Franzis, who was Damien on Mean Girls, do you remember him on Mean Girls? Oh. the guy,
13: that, the, the wear pink
8: guy. Yes, yes, mm. yes. He says this, to finally have a chance uh, to be in a prestigious film that might be award nominated where stories about people who look like us are being told, that's the dream. So when they go time and time again and cast someone like Brendan Fraser, me and other big queer guys, uh, we're like, wait, what the, we... We can't take it, uh, and he goes on to say, "I love Brendan Fraser. I'm very conflicted seeing him get up in and in modest, seeing him get up, seeing him get so modest in Venice and have that moment. I was very happy for him. He's a lovely man and he's great. But why? Why go up there and wear a fat suit and play a 400 pound queer man?
3: Mm.
8: And the did, ans- this,
3: did this guy." Was he the one, he was like the gay best friend of yes. that emo girl? Yes, yes. That they became friends Correct. with Lindsay Lyon? Yes. So did this guy then, did he try out or no, audition no, for the
8: part? No, no, because here's the the, the, the problem is this, right? Is that when, when you go looking for somebody who is 400 pounds, mm-hmm. right? I'm sure you could find somebody, but you also have to sell a movie. Yeah. Right. So oftentimes when you go looking for somebody who isn't, readily available as somebody who can has the acting chops and everything else like it's a very sort of narrow narrow focus Uh, but you also have to find somebody who's going to sell a movie and the other thing you can't do is you can't you can't ask a actor like Brendan Fraser to sort of do it naturally. Mm. You can't go to Brendan Fraser and say, hey, listen, we got this part, uh, but we need you to gain, you know, 360 pounds for it, right? Because yeah. that's unsafe too. So it's conflicted. Everybody's conflicted with this kind of stuff, right? Like I understand the idea of seeing somebody in a fat suit and and how that must make you feel, especially if you're an actor. But it's like with other genres where they need a specific person to play a specific role oftentimes when scarlett johansson was cast to play that um the that uh, that trans role mm-hmm. in a film and she came out and said something about it and how you know it's acting is acting i should be able to play a tree and she wound up backing out of the movie right because people were like well you know trans actors should play that well they canceled the whole movie mm-hmm. Because they, didn't, they no longer had Scarlett Johansson attached to it. Because she was the big name. Because she was the big name. There's no movie. So that's the sort of co- contradiction with Hollywood, mm-hmm. right, is they still have to have a name that you can okay. market and, and sell a movie. So, I, I, didn't mean, know. so I, feel, I feel for him. I feel Absolutely. for Daniel, right? I didn't but, know if
3: he was like one of the people that auditioned and maybe he didn't get the part and he was you I, know, now voicing his.
8: I don't think Daniel um, Frenzies from Mean Girls is auditioning for the same roles as Brendan Fraser is. Right. I don't think that they're the same same
13: argument all the time with, you know, like Jeffrey Tambor in transparent, like he's not trans. But that
8: was fine at the beginning, though. Mm -hmm. They gave him every award on the planet at the Mm -hmm. beginning when he did that movie. And it was when he did that show. And it was only during the show that it became a problem. Like, if you Mm -hmm. remember, he was like, he was was, was one of the biggest allies on Earth when he started doing that show. Mm -hmm. And then and then if you remember, it turned right like it turned on him. Uh, and it was weird to watch because the show was still on the air, yeah. right? And then and it's he- the, sa-
13: the same thing I talked about on the bros red carpet to everybody there going, you know, does this now change? gay people playing gay roles because usually it's straight people playing gay roles and right yeah it's the ongoing yeah, yeah
8: or gay people who aren't out playing straight roles right or that <laughs> you know because that's <laughs> that's like it's uh but yeah no i feel for them but it's a it's a tough call man
0: thanks for listening to the roz and mocha show podcast
1: catch the guys live
0: weekday mornings from 6 to 10
1: on kiss
7: 925 kiss 925com
1: or download the kiss 925
7: app